Okay, we're going live. Testing. You test these nuts. I Woo! definitely made the cut. Yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> I hope it did, dude. 100% live. I hope it did. That's a great are we, start. Uh, uh, that's not big. Oh. Hello, everyone. It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. And welcome back to another episode of Talking <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, episode 47, Stonks. This is the number one watched Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's podcast in the world. Uh, maybe one of the only ones. I'm not going to get into the, how many, you know, the quantity of these amount of podcasts, Doesn't but matter. we appreciate you making us number one. Thank you, guys. And, um, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Kaizo versus... Um, uh, Rook, mm -hmm. uh, corporate Kaizo as I'm calling him versus corporate Rook. Corporate warrior, right? Is that what he calls corporate him? warrior Kaizo. We have a crazy 48 summary coming up, and I'm sure you guys know uh, the duel in 48 based on the preview. A tiger versus Asana. Yep. So we will be making our picks on Tiger versus Asana a little later on in the show. We got the breaking news that opening two is confirmed. There it is go. coming. Episode 53, June 20th. So we have a little over a month before opening two begins. We will be covering that news entirely. I'll be playing some of the band for Pete and Nick T. You guys can hear them as well if you have not already. And we are going to be just going over what we think of the band and some expectations and maybe some visual aspects that we want to see in that opening. And of course, we got the 49 summary as well, which heavily indicates what the final three duels of this season are going to be. Predictable, but I'm still very, very excited for it. Um, I think we have four... Really fascinating duels coming up. But before we can get into any of that, God bless Nick Yagi. I lost a bet. Yeah, you did. Uh, I lost a bet. I made a bet with X Slayer. I made a bet with a lot of people that Nick Yagi would not win a duel. And I said, if he loses, uh, I have to eat a hot wing live on stream. Shroom, you did say that. Uh, we got hot wings. We got wings. I got plenty of wings. I got normal wings as well. So we're going to be eating dinner yeah, you could, while we're doing we're this. We're going to be dipping got, some of the wings. We have the hot ones right yep. there. I got curly fries. We got the very, very hot wings, the hottest wings that they had. Yep. Um, and I think to kick off this stream, I'm going to read everyone who donated last week because that's the way we always do it. We are going to each eat a hot wing. You guys are going down this journey with we're me. more than one. Yeah, you don't have to. I'm going to. They're going down this journey we'll with me. We'll do it for you. Thank you, you guys are the best. We're going to each eat a hot wing. Calibro is not here. Um, Calibro wanted... Should we tell him why? Yeah. I, I, do you want me to go? Yeah, you I, go. I usually defer to you guys. Um, Calibro did not like the message of this episode. Hey, this is a very him episode, and he just... I actually thought of him as Kaizo. Yeah, well, that, that... Yeah, he felt yeah. like it was very yeah, exactly. anti-corporate, this episode. Yeah. And uh, as someone who has sold his soul to corporations uh, time and time again... True. He felt like this episode was not one that he uh, felt comfortable discussing in any way. Um, and he opted not to be here, which yeah. we all respect his decision. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting that you said that because I thought of Calibro immediately yeah. as I was watching this. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, on my end, this is the episode that radicalized me. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking corporates down. Corporations, they're going. Um, so in turn, you're taking Calibro down. I mean, I have to. So you're publicly calling out right now. Sorry, I mean, we're friends. I love you, but... You're going down, Cal. So, so the reason we addressed it early is because Calibro usually comes like in the middle for a little bit, or he doesn't come at all. He's usually not he's here, here right me. now. Excuse me? He said he's here right now. Is he actually? Yes. He, oh. I don't think you saw that beginning of my He life. literally said, no, OMG, right. here we go. I am sick, guys. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he's sick. Calibro, we hope you he's feel He's sick of corporations <laughs> going down. <laughs> Dude, he saw that Stockbuster Brook Monster. He's like, oh, God. That was it. He saw okay. Dogecoin drop earlier yeah. this week. Killed, yeah. Killed his yeah. whole spirit. Shiba Inu coin. Yeah, he wasn't about it. Yeah. Um, so, Calibro, we love you, man. We hope you feel better. Um, I know this episode really did upset you. But, um, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. So, 
Get those wings busted out, guys. I want you to put something in place. Um, Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I want to thank every single one of you who donated in the last stream. Uh, there's two ways to donate to this channel. You can use the link down in the description. I get a much larger percentage of that. Or you can use the super chat feature that YouTube has. Whatever you're more comfortable with. If you choose to support me that way, just know I hate the, I hate hot wings, dude. Try Jarek stonks. This is Jarek's a stonks kind of man. Dude, I'm only Jarek having is one. A big I'm, I'm, only having a I'm only having one. I, I can't eat hot. Um, one for the moment. I'm just gonna. So there's again two ways, but either way, we greatly appreciate it. I want to thank everyone who donated in the last Talking Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens Up. This is the only way that I think it's appropriate to start these podcasts. Want to give a big thank you to Blake Engelbrecht, Nick Schoner, Kyo Cesar Campos, Adola Burst, Janeth Ernst, X Slayer, Pat Karenjeet, T Pink Staff, Electric Kevin, Nicholas Horton, Goose, Alan Ooh. Wilkinson, Drago Blue, Jack Knight, Nick Yagi. Macalaxy, TNX Rail, Mega Karibo, and Limestone. I want to give a special thank you to Adola Burst, who yesterday on Twitch cheered um, the largest amount of bits I've ever received in a cheer. Really? Maddie, that guy's insane. Yeah, fifteen thousand. Oh my god! I, I know, Maddie, that guy is insane. I don't know if you're here, man, but because uh, I know you're still have a lot of catching up to do on sevens, but uh, I love you, man. Yeah, thank I, you so much. I wrote much. to him about JJK. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, but he, he didn't get back to me yet, so I assume he's busy. He's probably working. Thank you for the dono. So, um, to everyone that donates, I, I cannot tell you, I cannot understate how much oh, it helps. He's here. He is here, Maddie. Hey. We love you. So I'm sure he's answered you by now, but um, <laughs> if not, it's all good. Um, the studio is is. The way it is because of you. Uh, so thank you guys. I think it's time to eat a hot wing. Oh, it is. I'm eating it, right? You're eating it? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Are you guys, is it okay? Is it hot? I mean, I like hot, so I'm all right. I like okay. hot. All right. I just want to see you suffer. That's what I'm here for. Is this going to be like that one time I tried a cigarette and I couldn't stop coughing for like 20 minutes? It's probably that was like That was one of the grossest moments of my life. I do. I forgot about That's that so moment, bad, bro. When did you try a cigarette? Oh, oh my God. Story. You're right. You're fine. Come on. I've had things way, way hotter. I feel like I can breathe fire, dude. I'm, I'm sweating a little bit. It's enjoy. I enjoy it. Thank you, Razor Shark. Oh, my God. You. I have to eat this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're eating the whole box. <laughs> <laughs> you're drinking right. the rest of the sauce. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's dude, fine. You're right, though. This place's wings are great. Dude, I still feel you know, the burning in my you throat. You know what on the motto? Wings beer spores. <laughs> that no, we know we did not get them from Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh my god, that is hot, dude. That is hot. I still feel the burning on my tongue. I've drank three swings of water. First of all, you're supposed to drink milk, not water. Does water enhance it? Yeah. It doesn't doesn't really help it, yeah. You're supposed to drink milk. Why did no one tell me that? I don't eat hot foods. What do we want to you suffer? Thank you for so the dono. If I dip it in the ranch for that uh, that should, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Well don't we all about This is brutal. Cal said XC's fire breathing dill dragon. I use that monster as my aid. Oh my we god. We have fries. I dude. hate Nick Yagi, dude. He cooked this up for you. Oh my god, that is hot, dude. I think it's delicious. It's really good. I get mild everywhere I go. I don't know. That is true. A lot of times you don't get sauce. That's a lie, yeah. Most of the time you don't get sauce. Yeah, I get I get plain wings. I don't get sauce. Honey mustard is a little. He's a boring a kid. kind of guy. <laughs> What? Honey mustard doesn't. Honey mustard doesn't for me. Thank you for the dono. He'll be alright. Yeah, he needs you say his milk. Yeah, yeah. Should I run up and get milk? If you, mm, you want. Oh my god! You're actually gonna do it. 
plain wings equals chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who said that? Cal. Yeah, Cal. Yeah, no. It, ban him. Ban I'm banning him. Demod him. Ban him. It'll hurt more. I can't. Oh, I can block him, but I can't. Ban him. <clears throat> Honey, wah, wah, wah. I was starving for the record, so this is great. This yeah, we haven't we haven't fed Nick T in weeks, dude. I'm I'm a monster right now. Hex Slayer, you want? Oh my god, dude! Every time I swallow, it just burns my throat. You a little bit? No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Are are these really not hot for you? They're hot. I'm like, got a little kick to it. Yeah, it's got a kick. It's nice. Oh my god, a little bit of a sweet heat. I'm enjoying it. Oh, I like maybe that. It's a, maybe it's a side effect from the vaccine. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely makes you uh, vulnerable to heat. That's a good point. Well, Calibro's been sick from that for three Calibro, weeks. Calibro, let me tell you something about Calibro. Oh Calibro, God. guy's soft. I'm just going to say. What's for Nick Yagi, by the way? No. <sighs> Nick Yagi, thank you. Thank you. So you really like... By the way, I bought wings for, for everyone. That was for Nick Yagi. Yeah. So Nick Yagi. No. Thank you, Nick Yagi. He, let him bless this meal. Bless. That's how I feel. You good? Yeah. Okay, right. If you want to get milk, get milk. Then we can continue the stream. You got a lot of talking to do tonight. My lips are like tingling. Yeah, yeah that happens. It's normal. It's fine. I don't like that feeling. Oh, yeah. People, how do people enjoy, how are you guys fine with this? It's good. The chicken is good. Yeah. Your mouth's not on fire. I mean, it's, it's warm. It's tingly. Yeah. Feeling it. I hate you guys. In the you guys are making me sound like such a, <laughs> a weakling. No, it's, I, it does, like, I'm, I got a little, a little sweat to me, but, like, oh my I God. enjoy it. How many, did you guys eat all three of them? I had three, yeah. No, I, I think actually Nick gave me another one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, there's, two, like, three more in there I might have. It will have them. Have them. I, I ate Never. one. I'm done. Yeah, he's eating up. Holy shit. <laughs> he's eating up. <laughs> he's eating up. <laughs> well, there we go. Bless Nick Yagi. It, Bless Nick Yagi. We should have said a prayer for them. Yeah, we should, have, we should have said grace, but Nick Yagi. I did say bless Nick Yagi. You want start. two and two? <sighs> I'm uh, good right now. You sure? Yeah. Right, I'll still leave two for you. <laughs> I'm choking on water. I'll still leave two for you. <laughs> oh, my God. That was... That was... I went down the That road. was Quite. brutal. You okay? I hate when that happens. Well, that was worse than the spice. You might hold that. I just have water just going right down my air belt. Yeah. All right, well. I know you're dying, but. That was our that was our hot wing <laughs> challenge. There we go. Um, Thank you. I they're fine. It. I mean, we got the hottest one on the menu. Yeah. It said hot in yeah. parentheses. Very good. Have you had hotter? Y yes. I've definitely but had hotter. This is good. Right. But I enjoy this. Hot. I've had hotter and not enjoyed it. Yeah. Remember when Cluck you had the nine one one when you were allowed you, to you, have it? You had nine one one. Yeah, it no. wasn't. It wasn't fun. Yeah, I'm not. That, I'm that's not burned that. people's taste buds off. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why it's not on the menu anymore. No, I know. And why you had to sign a waiver when it was on it's the true. menu? It's true. Case of uh, attack. God. Okay. Well. Oh man, that was. Uh, yeah, I'm not not a spicy guy. Yeah, Joe no. said the, the almost the same exact thing just now. No, not a spicy food guy. That was brutal. That You're was not brutal. alone. There's a few people in here. Is that? Not? That was not enjoyable. I don't know how people enjoy hot foods, like foods that burn your mouth. I I, I, I just don't un understand it. I, I respect it. I don't understand it. Just one of those things I'll never. It's like, why do people like horror movies? True. Some my parents are, are your parents are avid fans. My parents well, are avid some fans. people Pete, are Pete's into yeah. Some people into gore. Mm -hmm. All right. Some some, some people, people like classify gore porn sometimes because yeah. that's how like it brutal it gets. Yeah, that's that's a, like the like the Saw movies. They're kind of like that. I was just exactly. gonna say like this the heavy slashers. Yeah. Exactly. The hash sling slasher. The hash, the hash sling slasher. slasher. All right. Well, chat, that was our intro because I lost. I think it's 
I think it's time to uh, start the now discussion. Yeah. So, uh, episode 47. I did not do a review for this episode. I, I meant to. I've just been so busy this week, and I ended up um, instead covering the news on the new opening change. Yes. Which we're going to get to the new opening change. That's on our agenda. Pretty high on our agenda. It better be. But, um... General thoughts on the episode, which I actually have not given yet at the time of recording. So you guys that are here, first thoughts on it. Um, I I think I liked it more than the average person. Um, getting a vibe for how people felt about it. A lot of people seem to be pretty down on it. I've seen a lot of people say this is probably the worst of the um, of the season so far. And while I I I I think I liked it more than like Rook versus the Astronauts. So I don't think I'd say it was the worst for me. Yeah, exactly. um, I I loved the corporate tones that this episode had absolutely loved it i said when chicago and sebastian took on each other in a duel i said if you're a certified massage therapist you probably love that duel it's acupuncture <laughs> versus massage therapy you probably love that duel yeah. if you're in the world of acupuncture or massage therapy or if you get a massage every two weeks and you have a strong opinion on that aspect you probably loved sebastian versus chicago because it hit for you personally I don't have any stakes in that debate, so it, it completely missed for me. It did nothing for me. Um, this duel, you know, I have a, a bachelor's in business marketing. Yep. I understand the corporate world very well. Um, and so I loved just, I loved the episode. I, I really did for that reason. The duel itself was nothing special. Kaizo is... You know, I'm gonna bring it back. Bring it back. F Kaizo. I'm F not gonna say it with Jack the. Jack said it too. I'm not gonna say it with the ex expletive. No, I'm gonna say it with the expletive. I'm not gonna say it with the expletive. But as a as someone who you know knows a lot about the corporate side of of the world and corporate America, mm -hmm. is this? And I'm sure corporate Japan is probably very similar. Sure. Um, especially knowing how they how hard they work and how the That's hours the that they work. Drink. That the five hour energy reference was hilarious. When he literally takes the energy drink, gains 500 life points, and then, you know, gets this caffeine burst. Absolutely a reference to the five energy, uh, five-hour five energy, hour energy yeah. drink, which I've had many times. So I thought that was hilarious. Um, all in all, I loved a lot of the references this episode had. Yep. Goha Double Six, haven't really loved what, what they've done with them. They're just a complete clown show. I guess they were never meant to be important. They were meant to be the next top of Hexagon. Mm -hmm. Are they going to do anything relevant? Probably. Probably not. I do I do love the deep, deeper message in this episode that I think a lot of people might not have picked up on. I think a lot of people didn't pick up on this. But the message of this episode, do not base your entire identity and livelihood around your job. Yes. Do not do yes. that. And that was 100% the message of this episode. And that's something that I've seen with a lot of friends of mine. I've seen with my parents, especially, you know, my, my father to a degree, where they get so dedicated and devoted to their job. Dad's situation is a little different. He, he owns his own owner, business, yeah. so yeah. it's a little different. But you get so dedicated to a company or to a corporation, and maybe there's some people in that corporation that do care about you, but at the end of the day, you are just a cog in a wheel. Like, I'm, I'm a, an adjuster. I'm a claims adjuster at, a, at an insurance company. Do I think my supervisor and my director value me as an employee? I do. Mm -hmm. I, I do. I think my coworkers value me as well. But as an overall person, I'm just a cog in a wheel. I'm replaceable. I understand that. And, and I'm ultimately okay with that because I don't base my entire identity around my life, my job. I don't base my entire identity around my job. I don't get 
happiness mm -hmm. based on solely how my job is doing and how my company is doing and how I'm performing my job. And that's a very important message because you don't want to end up like the members of Goha Double Six, where they are 66 years old, you are retiring, you are supposed to be riding off into the sunset, never working again, and you feel like you have to overthrow your old company because you are so dissatisfied with your life and with how that company treated you. Were we just faceless, useless employees of that company? You were, wow. and most of us will be. But you know what? You have to be okay with that. You know, enjoy time with family, enjoy time with friends, enjoy time with loved ones. Do things you love doing when you're not working. That's ultimately how you will be able to retire uh, wealthy, not even in terms of a money sense, in terms of a loving life sense. Absolutely. And you have 66 men who are completely bitter with how their lives turned out. It's your own fault. I'm sorry. Um, and, and that's basically what Go Hot Double Six. So I loved the overarching message from this episode that I think a lot of people may have missed. And it's those sorts of messages that made me really appreciate this episode. I think more than the average person, which is completely fine. Um, so I, I, I didn't think it was a magnificent episode, but I liked the episode quite a bit um, for those messages. Nick T, Pete... Um, we'll start with Nick T. Sure. Your thoughts. First of all, I wasn't ex that blind that uh monologue blindsided me a little bit. I uh, that was that was really good. Oh, thank you. Um, thank I you. absolutely agree. I think that is a pretty big message here. I mean, they were obviously very <clears throat> um dissatisfied with their time at Goha and that's your retirement party. You're supposed to be having a great exactly. time, and, and instead you're o you're planning to overthrow the company. Absolutely. I think it, it's a good message. Um. And I think what there are a few reasons I really like this episode actually. Um, one being, yes, we already knew as of last episode that like Goha sixty six was kind of a joke, but I had questions still like why were like older older people especially of course it's a show it's a fantasy show, but like why were they just banding together to to stop kids right it was weird. Mm -hmm. At least we got an answer this episode. It was a, reti a group of retirees, you know. It, it it kind of gave a reason behind the. The movement, in a way. So I, I really did appreciate that because there was like there was a reason for organizing. And um, <clears throat> other than that, of course, I'm happy Kaizo's back. Of course, he's a piece of garbage, but that's kind of what I love about him. You know, he goes back Did you feel bad for him? No, not at all. Okay, neither did I. No. There are moments that I like Kaizo, who redeems himself, and there are moments that I'm like, yeah. you're an idiot, and you're just, you just want power. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he goes back and forth, and that's maybe he'll redeem himself, and we'll like him again. But right now, he's a, you know, a corporate shill, and... Uh, he deserved to get destroyed, I think, mm. is really what it comes down to. I really liked all the corporate imagery on his side and the dueling aspect. The one shot of uh, Rook's monster getting demoted. Hysterical. Um, I just enjoyed it. I mean, I also enjoyed the fact that not that Goha 66 got defeated, but they got physically defeated um, by Tiger. So, mm -hmm. that was great. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, otherwise, it wasn't, like, stellar, but it was. I enjoyed it. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. I gotta say it. Fuck Kaiser. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm happy you've done it. I'm, I'm happy just, I, you know, he's, he has his good moments and then he goes right back down the chute of just being a horrible, horrible, I can't even say human being, creation. Yeah. He's just, he just sucks. And I think Entome. He just sucks. Yeah, and then I think Entome said it correctly on Twitter of just like, she like laid out like all the things that like he does on a normal basis, like when he is normal drone Kaizo and like. He's an ass. Mm -hmm. Like, he's creepy to Roman. He's he's always sabotaging. He's always... In, I mean, look, the last time we really saw him, he was encouraging and aiding in Rook's rise to power and painting the whole school blue. Right. Until Tiger stepped in. Rook didn't he force was, him to do he that. He was just no. as he part of that said. as Rook was. And they were best buddies in that episode. So when you come back as this new and improved, you know, double six agent... 
kind of messed up that the first person you want to invite to your festival of whatever blood or whatever the hell it was yeah. is Rook. Yeah, like what the hell and, is that and, about? And Entame um, and that team went a little harder on those subs and and said like. That was like one of the like really the toned down like more like effed up things that anyone oh. has said in this show. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. it's like like the way that he said it was literally like we need to kill you like to like demonstrate our power. I, I thought that was one of the the most effed up scenes uh, in a while, and definitely in the episode of like this show can be very light, and it's fine if it stays light, but strapping them in that imagination of Kaizo to a table and saying we're going to alter yeah, how so you what... act, like, and that's where you were getting at, like. What the hell? Mm. Like Kaizo, like that's that's pretty dark. Like mm. that that's messed up. Like these people have backed you up, and yeah, they might rag in you sometimes, but ultimately, I still think they regard you as a valuable member or did of that team. To just yeah, he so easily well, trades mm. all the time. He does. You saying that actually reminded me. Like, and forgive me for being a little philosophical here, but I feel like there's like something to be said about him like resenting being modified in the first place. Yeah, and that's why this is a punishment for them. The fact that. That's a punishment for the, for them. Reflects that he feels like his modifications were punishment. Mm. Like he was just a drone before Yuga modified him, and now look, he's sentient. He's like forced to do all these things. He's changed as yeah, Yuga but, needs him. Yeah, but he he's taking shots oh, at other drones yeah. early on in the show, saying yeah. how much better yeah. he was exactly. because he was modified. Yeah. So now all of a sudden things didn't go your way, and you don't like it. Exactly. Also, one of the scenes in the flashbacks that he had when he was talking about how much he's been abused was the shot where Yuga Rook. Um, Roman and Gakuto were angry at him. Yeah. And they had the red outline. I think it was the Ronze and Galleon episode. Mm -hmm. And remember why they were oh, angry. when they were trapped in the building, right? They were angry yeah. to me because they sent Kaizo to get help and he fought Sebastian the whole time. Yeah. Yep. And not only that, was that confirmed that that's how they reacted? Or was that just his imagination of what he expected to happen when he got back? So, like, yeah, you could I... say half the things that have happened to him or just him thinking it up. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make him right at all. No. So, fuck Kaizo. I will say it again. No. He's just, he's the worst. He, he really is. That is why I love him, but... Like, he's, he's I, and I shouldn't even be surprised that it was him. And, like, you know, I, I think uh, a few of you guys said last week that, like, oh, you know, that could end up being Kaizo. That was good on good guesses. Yeah, yeah I didn't think it, it was going to It totally be. was, was but guesses. Uh, I thought more, if we go away from that, I want to shout out Rook a little bit here. Rook? Oh. Rook? Rook does not get any love on this podcast or the yeah, show. They clown on him a bit. Rightfully so a yeah, lot of times, right? You know, we didn't like what he did at the end of the Schwer kind of duel. Yeah. There's a lot of moments of, of his idiocy and things like that. But you know what? Kaizo called him stupid and an idiot in this episode. And he threw it right back at him when he was about to beat him. Mm -hmm. And at the end, I think he did one of the most heartfelt things he's ever done on the show. Is that he reassured uh, Geta and Yoshiro that, hey, like, Roa's with Yuga... And this is not even entirely true. He kind of just white-lied for a good reason of saying, like, he's with them because he wanted to investigate what's going on. You think, like, it really he would have joined the team of you guys if it was just about Otis? Mm -hmm. So he white-lied a little bit, but it was the right way to do it because he reassured them to to kind of find who they were again because they're yeah. very lost of they what was very, going they on. Are, and I thought that was one of the most heartfelt things he's done in the show. So for this week alone at the moment, I want to give a shout out to No, I... That's a good point, actually. Yeah. That is a good point. Yeah. Because they needed emotional support. I mean, that's why they were so susceptible to Kaiser being like, look... I... My my one hope for that is that Gen and Ushido, when they find Roa, don't apologize to him. No. I mean, I, he I owes hope, them the Yeah, apology. I hope that's not what happens. I hope they don't start to feel guilty no. about leaving him. 
um, for the tournament. I hope that's not what happens. Right. But, um, yeah, I thought Roman was going to be the one to give that speech and uh, to kind of get them back on the right path. Yeah. Um, and I, I would have given her a lot of credit we if she did. We theorized that that would Yeah, happen. and she did not. It was Rook. So, you know what? I got to give Rook credit there. I liked, I liked that a lot. Yeah, Rook yeah. was good in this episode. He was. This was a good, good Rook episode. One of the best ones in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would I would definitely agree with that. Um, Nick T. Yes. And mainly Pete, actually. I wanna, I'm want i going to jump to Pete real quick. Yeah. Your thoughts on double sex? Uh, thought it was pretty trash, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, just was not feeling it. Uh, I don't need the show to be dark. I see there's a lot of conversation here. Yes, I like dark shows, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, but this show doesn't have to be that. However, there's a difference between that and me even caring about a character. And I think this problem with the show does when it is too light and not more in the middle is that they're too gaggy. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was a very gag moment. They did two of these actually in the episode. One was double six and one was with the ramen guy. Really did not like that. I really thought that joke did not land for me. I thought it was very... Yeah. Um, baiting. It was it was baiting, and it's exactly what I despise in a show, no matter how light or dark it is, of when you bait an audience like that, to leave it on that ominous shot last week for him to just be watching something on his phone, and he's just weirdly laughing like that. I hated that. I, yeah. I thought that was the worst moment in the episode for me, and honestly, the worst moment in the arc so far. I despise that moment. I, I hated that. Yeah. Uh, and then with, with Double Six, yeah. Great monologue, I think. I didn't even think about it in that way of, of the point of them. I guess it's just also, did they not get treated right in retirement as well? Are they getting cut out on some of those benefits too? And that's why imagine, they kind of want to take back over Goha. Uh, it just seems like everything lands back in Maximum Mountain. Now the server is yeah. apparently here yeah. as well. So, but, yeah. Which I think might also make sense given like that's where the, the entire set of dispo- like the maximums were in the first place. Like, why choose to bury them, first of all, in the, at all? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess it makes sense that the server's but there. It, they were totally a top of Hexagon, too. We didn't even see them duel. We didn't see even a life point drain out of them. We They're don't know if they all, duel. They might have been just physically... Maybe they are all physically assaulted, but they were <laughs> smacked. Yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't even a challenge. And he's like, oh, this is why he... ripped? He goes, this is why I hate elementary school... Schoolers, and I'm like, how many other experiences have you had with They're kids this age that are beating the crap out of you? So like that was, I was like, okay, but yeah, just a bunch of boomers and completely useless. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. At least with Top of Hexagon, at least with Top of Hexagon, we got Mimi yep. out of that, and at least with Top of Hexagon, we got Nail just to build up to him versus Yugo when he yeah. just obliterated them, obscenerated. We were like, holy uh, shit, yeah. like this is legit. Yeah. I didn't feel that way with Asana Tiger because I don't even. They're already so established, mainly Asana and Tiger, um, and even Galleon, I would say, that it didn't. It, it just didn't feel that same feeling when Nail 1v5'd everyone. It just no. didn't feel that same. Because that was like, you know, it gave a little bit of that. I think it's just the way they were built up, and I think that's what was frustrating, which connects to the ramen man of, like, their secret, which was them just having a... A filter meeting of just like airing out all their problems and whining about what didn't happen to them in their life. Like that, that, that was the deep dark secret. Yeah. I was like, okay. I thought actually the best part of that scene was Ronze coming out of absolutely the yeah. ceiling like, tile. You're still here. The <laughs> ceiling tile and jumped down and Neo, Neo just wants nothing to do with her. She nothing. is trying so hard to work He's him, literally he like, you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that's the best part. Yeah. That was a good comedic moment. Um, yeah, the one thing that I'm very interested to see if it changes in the second season um, that I think Sevens has lacked 
in comparison to other Yu-Gi-Oh shows, and you know I'm very high on yeah. sevens. Uh, I think is the villains. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the one category that you can you can look at now and say, yeah, sevens has has definitely lacked in in evil and and well-written villains. Because I I can't like I look back at a brains and I say, okay, lightning villain, right? Bowman villain, yeah, easy. I look at an arc five. You know, Yuri was a, a villain for most of it, although. I don't know, Arc 5 is a little bit. Jean-Michel Rager, say what you want about him. A classic, exactly. Um, and then the Arc 5 is a bad example. But, um, you know, 5 Marek. Right, Marek. My favorite of all time. Um, you look back at them and what, you're like... What I got going on with Godwin in 5D. Godwin in 5D. very D's. intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And with with 7s, the way they've done it is they haven't really had a villain. They've kind of had, like, mini bosses with mm-hmm. Roa. Who, right? who joined the team later. Who end up joining the team. Right. So when I look at those three characters, and I love those three characters, they're not, they're not villains. Yeah. And so your villains are Goha Double Six. Your villains are Mr. Goha. I'm still holding out for Mr. Goha. I'm still, I mean, yeah. the last time redeemed yeah. him in a way where I'm like, hmm, there's something more here where I, I believe that you could end up being intimidated. That's true. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually think that was... The most disturbing moment of Sevens, in my opinion, so far, is the fact that he just... Mimi literally was not allowed to have control. Like, he literally took it over. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I think for me, still, is literally the previous guy inside of his head. Oh, my... Oh, just okay. Dead. okay. I mean, yeah. he just died. Yeah, right. Dead. And that's we also, didn't yeah. care. All right, yeah. yeah. All right, maybe... Okay, second. Because <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah. So, that's the one thing that I'm, I'm interested to see if that changes in Season 2, knowing we're getting Season 2 very, very soon. Um, and I think it will... And you know what? It could end up being that maybe Otis. We also don't know what role he's going to play in the show. If he ends up being a villain, I could take a look back at it and say, wow, Otis pulling the strings the way that he was. And especially if you maybe do it in a more creepy way when that gets revealed, Mm -hmm. he could end up being a fantastic villain. So there's still hopes, but in these first 50 episodes, the top of Hexagon, complete bust. Goha Double Six, maybe even more of a bust. Yeah. So Definitely more of a bust. Because at least... Top of Hexagon was working for Mr. Goha, right? And had Mimi and served the purpose with Neil, yeah. Exactly, yeah. but, I mean, Goha 6, like, they were just literally retirees that want to reset the server. Yeah, yeah. Seven, take over the server. Sevens has been great, and you know what, you don't need amazing villains to for a show to be good. No. I've very much enjoyed Sevens, and the villains have not exactly. been in there. But because the way they've done it, with having these bosses for the arcs, that's been a very good substitute for the villains, but that that can't last. It can't. Especially now that those three characters are on Yuga's side, right. and they're all going to be fighting for a common goal going into Season 2, and even at the end here of Season 1, th- there's there's got to be a villain yeah. that's going to step up. We're bringing up. it to like the fifth or sixth arc, and like we're going to keep doing that? Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> there's no way. You can't, you can't. So that'll be, that'll be fascinating to keep an eye on, and maybe it will be Mr. Goha. But, um, Pete, you wanted to say something? No, I saw a couple people saying in here that you could view these, like, mini-bosses, like in Asana and Neil and Roa, as, uh, rivals. Uh, I wouldn't even argue that, because I feel like that's another thing this show lacks, is, not to hate on Sevens tonight, because, you know, the episode, you know, was okay, but I've, I've loved this arc so far, mm-hmm. um, but this show doesn't have a clear rival, and I think that has really hurt the show, in my opinion. Because think about it, like, let's just go back to Brains, right? Because that's what people here know and what we know what we mm-hmm. started with, right? Yeah. yeah. Revolver was out and out, clearly a rival and a villain in some ways through the first, you know, arc. And then even the last two or three, I know he joined the team, but how many times up until when They're he goes against Soulburner, yeah. where he's just like, give me the information, I'm going to where I is, right? That is directly into what... Yusaku was trying to do. He is a rival. He does have his own agenda. We saw that even when he wanted to kill all Ignis and, you know, kind of flame and I were to be protected. Mm. This show doesn't really have that. There's no one that, 
like a Yuga or a Rook is consistently dueling that is like kind of anti-hero, maybe hero, but like they're always butting heads. Mm -hmm. Everybody just gets along for a lot of it. Yeah. And I think that's another thing. If you're not going to have villains, give us good rivals. We don't have that either. Mm -hmm. Well, Yuga versus Rook. Yeah, if that's going to be your rivalry, Rook is definitely more, I think, friendly than your typical right, rival. Um, but also, and I, I see Kevin said, yeah, Rook is a rival. Yeah, but at the I moment, we're leading up to the tournament, if it ever gets back on track of Yuga versus Rook. But they dueled once yeah. through 47 episodes now, right? right? Yeah. And there's not a lot of contention with them. I mean, the most contention we had was a few episodes ago when... Yuga wasn't going to join the tournament, and Rook was going to punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah. like that's the most contentious we've gotten in the I whole show. I think we overlooked that a little bit so, too because that was serious. Yeah, like he was. That's the only that. time it got really serious. <laughs> so it's just I, I don't know. I feel like they're lacking some of those. Moments. Based on Yuga versus Rook round two, how that plays out and what happens with Rook, we could get and his that. motivations after. Yeah. I think that could lead into season two. That's why season one had a very difficult task because not only do you have to. Write a Yu-Gi-Oh! show for the first time world if you're build. Studio Bridge. You have to world build, mm -hmm. and you have to do it while promoting a brand new game. Yeah. That is not easy. No, it's hard. And so, I think that can explain the lack of maybe a solid, like, really evil villain. Right. Or the lack of a, I should say, very involved villain, because, we again, we don't know what Mr. Goha's going to yeah. be. Or a clear-cut rival. I think a lot of things could change... In season two, I really yeah. do, and that excites me a lot because I've really enjoyed Sevens thus far. Yeah. I think I've enjoyed been, this arc a lot. So yeah, it's for me, it's my it's favorite about, arc. I, yeah, I might agree, definitely. And uh, I think with the duels that are coming, which we're going to go over later, I think that's not going to change. Yeah. So, I just feel like at the moment we're getting a little dangerous in terms of the story that I felt had great momentum in this arc. Now we're getting a little bit off track here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, the what, what do you want to see next? Because we were, I really wanted that tournament, man. Like mm -hmm. we were so excited for that tournament. We might get back to it with like a Yuga Rook, maybe. But like we're so off topic with you know aliens going on, and now we're jumping to the maximum mountain. Tiger Asana is mean, coming up, which I'm excited for. Sorry. But like it's still off the beaten path. We're right. gonna. It looks like, and we'll get more to that. You know, of where that's gonna go, like. We're getting away from some of the story here. Double six is useless. Like so, all that little buildup we had here toward the end of season one, I feel like we've lost a little momentum here. And I, I hope that maybe next week we could start getting back on track. Mm -hmm. I do want to say I agree, I agree, but I think I think for, at least for the next episode, which we'll get into, um, we establishing a backstory between two characters we both we all care for quite a bit will be an important like yeah i'm stoned i'm stoned, like, stoned yeah, for like next week milestone no, i can't, for I can't wait because we need to that once that's established that like gives us a, a bigger world like it it definitely rounds i mean that what come on that one shot that oh, one yeah. shot yeah. i mean they look like they're in love come on you're, you're not going to convince me otherwise hmm. come there on. we go now i mean it was similar when, times when you're when you're young you can absolutely be in love Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's some people like, oh, you can't be in love until you're, you know. And, well, yeah, but now it's That's like, just when you hate the world. But they're, yeah, but that. they're also even, they're even <laughs> more so grown now. Right, exactly. Point, yeah. <laughs> they're more even grown now than they are in that flashback. Mm -hmm. So they even know more what love is about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're in the circumstances they are in. Like, you can't, you can't bask on the idea of love like maybe we can. Like, they're in a different situation. Right. 
right? Well, obviously, there's no, there's no like lust tied to love when you're right. young like that. No, so it's, and it's simple. No, it's, it's genuine, like, what, like admiration, mm-hmm. right? And like care. That for was that, that was the number one word I thought of when I saw admiration. the preview. Yeah, admiration. Yeah, complete. And admiration. you could still care for some. There doesn't have to be lust in anything at that age. It could be like, listen, I care about this person's happiness and this person's safety. Yeah, and that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. It's simple. It's beautiful. We're going to talk a lot. Tiger Ashana coming up. I got to talk about opening too. Let's, let's, let's do, do it. it, bro. So, I just shoved a chicken wing into my... And then said, let's talk about opening too. <laughs> Love that transition. Beautiful. Oh, that was a beautiful shot. What? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm balling Dude, every been, day. I think you had to be like, you've got to be, what, 8 for 10? All right. Probably? I mean, probably 10. We are going to be playing I mean, some music yeah. for you guys. Um, The Browbeat. The Browbeat. That is the name of the band. Now, have you guys heard of The Browbeat? No. No. Before we can, are you allowed to be playing this? Yeah, we're going to get like, it's great. So, so, so we might, we might get blocked over this. It's, it's great. All right, it's so great. if you lose us, this is why. I just want to say, you're it's brave. It's great. You're it's brave. Great. Don't worry, it's great. Um, so... I'm going to play not, two though, yeah. songs from the Browbeat. Okay. And we're going to go over just what you guys think. I mean, of I've course. heard them. We did this with, um, you know, yes. set with Rain. So yeah, we had reaction videos. For that, yeah, that yeah. was a great, I enjoyed that. I believe we did it for um, yeah, um, the, the first, for, for oh. you say, Saike's um, Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. Opening. Yeah, we did. The song called. Didn't we we did Bandmate, too, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and um, the, that big ending, whatever it was called. All right, this song is it's called... like a 10-minute music video. <laughs> yeah. We reacted to that. This go, this song is called Snow White. So again, this is the, not the song, but this is the band that will be performing the new Sevens opening starting on episode 53. Yeah, I just want to reiterate, it's not the opening. It's not the opening. This we do is not, a different song by... Yeah, the, we don't, we don't have the opening. We won't have the opening until the opening is airing. All right, all right. Definitely different than what you think. Okay. See a lot of montage transition shots with a beat like that. Mind if I go for another one of those? You sure? Oh! <laughs> so. Damn. That's a little it, bit. It's metal. Yeah. Yeah. I get some like industrial Damn. nine inch nails vibes to it. So they're they're considered technically J rock. I hear more metal to than rock. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's it border. dances the line. Yeah, I think it, it dances the line. That's a good phrase. Uh this is LR. So this this is great because it starts with a very great um opening ballad. So okay. you kinda show the Just range. Like, here. Um, Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I remember that Are You Ready ballad. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I got the harmonies there, and I like that. Yeah. Oh. Nice and oh. soft. Oh, look at me. What? I'll fast forward a second. It literally sounds like Slipknot. Right, that's... I'll wait till the verse kicks in. I actually like the verse of this song a lot. Opening two. Yeah. Think about sevens, and this is what we're gonna be getting for opening two. I mean, possibly, yeah. What, what's season two gonna hold? This is gonna be flying action, <laughs> left and right. I that was sick. So that is uh, the band, the Browbeat, that will be performing opening two. Uh, thoughts on them? Not with and the tone. Me. Yeah, yeah I really agree. Especially because it's coming off like a very funky. Well, actually, yeah, a funky, happy opening yeah. that fits. Yeah, the oh, tone yeah, the, the tone, tone. Yeah. 
I mean, that was intense. It was really cool. Mm. The second one, the first one sounded like Nine Inch Nails. The second one sounded like Slipknot. I'm on board. A little maximum, the hormone. Yeah. Little yeah. Bit. All right, Death Note opening, too. Yep. Um, we have a new opening coming, which is great. Because not only do we get a new song in Yu-Gi-Oh!, but we also get new visuals. And we mark the end of a season. And we mark the end of a season in a proper way. Um, what is something that you guys want to see happen in this opening? Maybe a shot, maybe a character. Um, what is something that you want to see from the opening? Hmm. I mean, it might sound like too on the nose, but I actually would love to see some Roa and some of his monsters and in, 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 in some shots. Mm -hmm. Just sounds like a so Roa fitting. song. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all of his, his uh, monsters are based on heavy metal mm -hmm. and like yeah. rock and like it's just like it would make sense to me. Yeah. Pete, you're hoped. I want to see a villain. I want to see a shadowy oh. kind of silhouette of, of, of villain or villains. I, w I want a hint to, to a future of somewhere we're going. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I want. Fully agree. Um, I would love, my favorite thing about openings is seeing characters that we have no idea who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when opening one aired, we didn't know anything about Roa. Yep. And I was going to say, that's probably my favorite shot in opening one when he's on the window mm -hmm. and everything. And you, you theorize, you call that right, where you're like, this could be related in some way to the rival or something here, and, and you were right. I mean, I don't know how much of a rivalry is now, but uh, at the time, it Seemed was. Seemed like it, yeah. So, yeah, I, I want to see something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. New characters are fun. I mean, you know, you, when we put in Soulburner in Season 2, you're like, all yeah. right, mm -hmm. well, let's get to know this guy. Let's go. When he was in that opening as much as he was, we were like, okay, he's going to be important. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I would love to see that. Um, just more, yeah, new characters, new... I also just like... You know, the way we had na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, uh, mm -hmm. um, very comic booky, right? Like, all the cuts, and, like, it's, it looks like it's literally popping out of a comic book for yeah. you. Like, I'm thinking almost like a very stark, either a stark contrast or similar, like, almost manga, like, black and white, maybe very harsh lines, and, like, you know, something really, like, eye-catching, but not colorful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think... Oh, black and white was Yeah, right? Knowing, knowing the, and I'll weigh in on this as well, and you in the chat, please, please weigh in. Do you think that this opening will mark a tonal shift for the show overall? Or no? Yes or no? Mm. How much? Significant enough where you can say, all right, yeah, there was definitely a shift. No. No. It's, it's going to stay pretty light-toned, in my opinion. I don't know. I would love to see the slight tonal shift. Nothing, because I like the lightheartedness of Sevens, but I would I like don't. to see like something, something a lit like. It turns out that Mister Gohan's way more sinister than we thought he was, and that's where we're. You know, it's not just all laughs. Yeah, it's not all. Laughs. So it, sometimes I have to take it a little seriously. So I agree. I don't think it's going to be anything significant because I've seen some people say that it's going to become kind of like what a Zexel Two was, where it gets. Not like noticeably notched up. Oh, dude, that was crazy when that happened. Yeah, well, you've seen Zexel yeah. Two. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. Have you? How However, it is going to be kind of fascinating if, if the song is as intense as that, right? Because this band can clearly say, all right, let's tone it down. Yeah. And let's make this opening yeah. more like... What you're used more to. like this. Yeah. Right, but then that, even that song changes. Right, but what if they do this for three minutes? They're capable I mean, of doing I'd be that. Cool with that. I'd be fine with that, too. And so if that's the case, then we're analyzing this for no reason, because right. we're thinking we're getting some screamo metal version, which we very well might not. Um, it would be kind of funny, though, if we do get a pretty intense song, and the show stays in a very comedic, lighthearted 
tone, which I think it's going to. So I think that would also be pretty funny if it's a very lighthearted show to, still, regardless. And then this opening is just like crazy intense. I think that would be pretty I think funny. The show could change by not going dark, right? This could be like a, a graduation per se for our characters' personalities. We've already had that at the beginning of this arc. At the beginning of the song. Yeah, I hope the comedy doesn't leave. Yeah, it, I've enjoyed the comedy. Yeah, like, but yeah. we've had it in the sense of, like, improving these characters overall. Right. And really, like, getting them to kind of hone who they are and accepting that. I think you could build more into that. And so the themes aren't necessarily darker, but maybe we're a little more mature. I'm you know, maybe sure. we're six months or a year later, not actually in timeline of the show. But in terms of how they emotionally are in their maturity... That could be a little bit of the difference we get. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, too. Um, Because it doesn't have to necessarily be a shift in plot, but it could be a shift in attitude to the characters. You can still keep the jokes. It's still a lighthearted show, but like we're a little bit more, maybe Rook's a little bit more uh, intelligent in some ways, and like... We could be could, more jaded, maybe. Yeah, we could progress more with some of these characters. I don't want to see them be the same shells in themselves. And while I like their personalities... Who wants to watch a character for 150 episodes, let's say, be the same person? Yeah. Right? You want to see that growth. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, it'll be like, hey, we went You're through talking. a lot. You know, we went through a lot with this, with Goha trying to take away Rush Duels, and yeah. now we have to fight to protect Rush Duels. And yeah, but you become more jaded, maybe. A here little. we go. Here's, yeah. a, here's a shot. Oh, let's hear it. This is what I want for I the like, opening. Here we go. Here we go. I want one of those lead-up shots that we've gotten, right? Except where it's darkness all around. And then all of a sudden, red eyes light up out of it. And it comes up, light spot on, and it's the, the drone of Goha's head. And you see Mr. Goha just kind of sitting there, which will obviously be Mimi. But it's the head we're focusing on. I want that kind of draw Ooh. shot in the opening. I think there's a good like chance that. we'll yeah. get that. I Remember, like opening that one, one, we have the shot of him at the desk. I worked for Konami, so I'm telling you, it's basically coming. Yeah. What yeah, else is you, coming? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, can't you, tell you that much. You predicting that is meaning it's that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. All Beats predictions on this show, they're just him saying what's going to happen. Right. If that really does happen, are you going to be pissed? No, that would be a great shot. I said that? Oh, no, I wouldn't be. I'd be pissed I didn't think of it first. I think it's a great shot. Would you start wondering, like, does this guy work for Konami? No. I mean, I've been wondering that my whole life. What did Nick T back me up? Actually, if people in the chat start thinking you're the one who works for Konami, that's a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Now you can say anything. So it's not even that you want to see... You want to see my success. It's more that you want the burden lifted no, off. No, no, yeah. I'd be very happy. He'd rather you have the burden. Right. I'd be very happy for you. This guy right here. For what it's worth, I'd be very happy for you. Um. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered all the topics. I mean, do we want to get to some... Uh, all of them? Donations? Wow. Well, I mean, not, I'm sure we no, can we talk more talk about, about the uh, episode as we read some donations. Of course, that's what always happens. Some and we, of course, make sure you stay... Asana versus Tiger Picks are coming. Whoa. That low-key might be... Well, it's the hardest duel of the season. I mean, the arc. The arc. The arc yeah. Might be the hardest duel of the season. Yeah. That, that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. It'll be to very pick. hard to pick. Yeah. Especially <laughs> both those characters are children. How could we possibly pick... No, like, like younger children. It's... Well, no, I think they're dueling in the real version. It's not a flashback. Oh, the duel is in the current The duel day. between the two adults. Oh, yeah. I thought the duel was... In the flashback. No. Oh, maybe, maybe, oh. There, maybe there is a duel in the flashback. You know, the because the summary makes seeing, it more seeing, clear. Okay, I haven't read this. Yeah, but I just, I've seen, I saw the shot of uh, Asana on the machine, and I thought they were dueling as young children. I think children. they're going back to the first time they've ever okay, met each other. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. I, I feel a little bit better about yeah. that. It's going to be hard, man. So they it's going to be very hard. 
Alright, so let's jump into some donos. There's a few on the link there, though. Yeah. You wanna load those up yeah, real quick? That, yeah. You want me to start with the link, guys? While you do, I'm gonna jump over here to YouTube. And Janet Ernest donated two Canadian dollars and said, Are you guys invested in the stock market? Probably because of the title stonks. Are so. you? Uh currently, no. Are you? No. I actually am. Oh, yeah, you're beat. Oh, you still have your, uh... Well, Roth IRAs and mutual funds are... Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you... Didn't, did, you, did you or did you not sell AMC? You held an AMC, didn't you? I still have AMC. Oh, yeah. wow. If well, you sold right now, would you make your money back? Uh, no. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I haven't lost anything. I haven't sold. No, yeah, that's, that's a... Sure. Yeah. That's a good mindset. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um... Thank you, Janet. Thank you, Janet. Thank you so much. I uh, want to thank Michael Mireb for the $1 donation through the link. Explaining a gag, when Luke is being modified in Kaizo's imagination, he's wearing a shocker uniform. They were the group the first Kamen Rider fought in the 70s. They modified him into a Kaizo Ninjen cyborg, but he escaped and fought them for justice. Wow, That's crazy, dude. That, that was Michael, good. that is a crazy... I wonder if Entebe even had that in her... In her wait, could, so. wait, can you read that again? Yeah, so... When Luke is being modified in Kaizo's imagination, mm -hmm. he's wearing a shocker uniform. The shockers were the group in the first Kamen Rider it, that the first Kamen Rider fought in the 70s. Mm. So the Kamen Rider fought the shockers. They modified him into a Kaizo Ninjen, but he escaped and fought them for justice. Wow. Okay. That's deep. That's Michael, that deep, is awesome, dude. Thank you for sharing, man. Lore. Dude, I yeah. love that. Michael, thank you for sharing. Limestone, thank you so much for the $5 donation. Uh, hooray for a food stream. Yes. Yes. Here we are. Um, we are here. I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, my mouth was burned off, but that's okay. Jarek, thank you for the $1 donation. Use this to buy some Bitcoin and or Dogecoin. Well, those we are vastly different prices, Jarek. Yeah, vastly. Bitcoin only costs 50000 I think Doge is actually like 62 It crashed today. It, it, it lost 10% today. Wow. Well, the whole, market, really? the whole market crashed Damn. today. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Pete went in yesterday. Um, <laughs> Magic? I, I per purposely, I... About one coin. <laughs> I stay away from crypto. I mean, I, I'm pretty... I feel like knowledgeable decently in stocks and finance. He's um, traditional. He's traditional. Because a lot yeah. of my um, my classes, you know, were, were in that kind of... 100% you know, payment. The 100% down payment, I believe in. Yeah. So start saving up. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that makes me want to so, smack you. So, uh, Jarek, I do not think I will be buying any crypto, but maybe I'll buy some more AMC for you. A uh, $15 donation. Limestone, thank you for another big donation. $15. Oh, thank wow. you so much, Limestone. I've really been enjoying Sevens overall and really love the spotlight they are giving the girl characters. Mm -hmm. After all previous Yu-Gi-Oh, it's nice that the girls get some really good battles. I mean, yeah. I've done a whole video on it, which I'm sure you've seen, Limestone, why the girls of Sevens are the best girls in Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I stand by that comment and... Um, Given what's happening this episode, what's happening in 49, and what's going to happen as the show continues, uh, I don't see that changing. Even if, ev let me let me put it this way. If every single girl character got killed off in the first episode of the next arc, I still think the girls in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s would be the best girl cast in all of Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh my lord. I, I, I would fight for that. I really do believe that. I mean, you're yeah, right. You're, you're right. You're right. Because I, you think about it, if you look at character like uh character arcs and dueling and it already almost every female character has done it already and like, do you think like someone like an owie's eyes and deserve better i've done a video on that i do i liked owie a lot the difference i do a video on owie and not alexis is because i actually was invested in owie's character wow for those alexis fans out there i'm sorry for upsetting the, the six of you um 
Damn, on, dude, that's not that necessary. That hurts, bro. I still got some time to hang out dude, with her. Yeah, I still. I, I mean, Miss Rhodes, she's she's so right. Come on, <laughs> all right. I, um, I think I'm done with uh, the links. Thank you, Limestone, oh. Jerick, and um, Michael. Thank you guys so much. That was harsh. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Xlayer donated twenty bucks. Woo! Said, oh my God. What's up, everyone? This episode overall for me was a miss. Oh. Okay. Uh, even if Kaizo was back. It didn't feel uh, like the plot was moving during the duel, so that that double uh, Goha double six is now a joke. Really yeah. excited, though, for Tiger and Asana's duel. Yeah, X-Layer, thank you so much for the big donation. I 100% agree, and I acknowledge that I didn't like this duel because of the plot. I completely agree with that. The plot didn't go anywhere. It was all about guys. And not only did the plot not go anywhere, but actually the only thing that this plot did was kill off any hopes for Goha Double Six. Yeah. So you could argue that for the overall show, it's like, all right, it really went backwards almost. I loved all the corporate references. Yep. It made the episode for me. But if you don't enjoy that kind of crap, which I do not blame you at all, then there's really no, not many redeeming qualities in the episode. So I completely got that. Well, I hate that crap, and that's why I loved it. Right, or if you really hate... Well, I don't know. Now you make it, now you make it sound like I love corporations. No, I... I <laughs> like you're done. No, I, well, that, that's exactly why we transitioned. Some new people came in, including Pink. Cal is not here tonight because he was offended by this episode's message. Right. Well, so that's why he's not here tonight because he Pink supports corporations. Yeah. I'm not just Dylan, but he's just facing the music. No. I don't... You work, you work for one, bro. Go to you! I, it's not a corporation. It's, yes, it it's is. a small business. No, no, you're a small business, my asshole. It's absolutely a corporation. <laughs> it's one of the language. It's one, of the, mean, it's one of the biggest liquor chains on the East Coast. I, I don't work for Joe Canals. That's DJ. Yeah, okay, okay, don't change the. DJ also is a bootlegger. <laughs> Yikes. Give me a break. X Layer, I love you, man. Oh, Thank you so much for the big donation. Oh, Thank you, X Layer. And we're going to do a few more donations, and then we're going Tiger Asana and 49. Still a lot of great coverage to come. I appreciate you all being here. Uh, Electric Kevin donated five Australian dollars. Thank you, Kevin. And said, assuming we know what the final few duels are, I can't believe the best eight characters of sevens will be dueling each other. This mm. is going to be awesome. Yeah. It could be very cool. Well, I predicted before the 49 summary came out that the last four duels were going to be Tiger Asana, mm -hmm. and then... Any mixture of Geta Nail, Roa Roman, not Geta Nail, sorry, Gakuto Nail, Roa yes. Roman, and Yuga Rook. And I said, if those are your four final duels of the first season, my God, that is a loaded lineup. Oh, yeah. That is that is a sexy lineup. Yeah. And ending the season on a strong note. Absolutely. Did yeah. you guys think it was a funny line <laughs> when uh, Geta and Yushiro were there and... Uh, at the end of the duel, and Rook is just not remembering their names. Oh my oh, god, yeah, he, calls he, them he literally calls him Schrodinger and the Freaky Fish Guy. Yeah. And Arata. Uh, uh, yeah, and Arata, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Edmund was thrilled when yeah. she saw yeah. that. I mean, that was, that was <laughs> insane. I was like, those poor guys, man. Rook made a promise to Ushido that he'd never forget his name yep. again. Mm -hmm. He said, funny. hey, at least I'll never forget your name. That's and he funny. calls him Schrodinger. He remembers Schrodinger. Um, and he remembers the Freaky Fish Guy. Who also appeared in only one episode. Rook didn't even duel him. No. Rook no. didn't even duel him. No. <laughs> we don't, that, know, we don't that, know if he's ever coming back. That was either. one of the probably un most under-the-radar funny moments. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, that was... And then he followed it up with an, another intelligent moment of remembering the modification that Yuga had done to Kaizo about the confession button. Yeah. 
and was able yeah, to dude. figure that out. Even, he had a good episode. He had a good episode. Because yeah. even Roman and Gakuto didn't know that that was the thing. Yeah. So yeah. that was good. And that also further demonstrates, I think, the level of communication and trust that Rook and Yuga have between yeah. each other as well. Wow. Yeah. So There's a, a brotherhood right there. There yeah, is you know? a brotherhood. And that was, that was never in doubt. It's kind of like Yagi and Menzaburo. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. To bring it right back to our Lord and Savior. To the important Yagi. one. Yeah. Exactly. His wings are thanks to him. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he blessed his yeah, wings. Yeah, he blessed the Yagi. No. Uh, Alan Wilkinson donated two pounds and said, if uh, the opening is that crazy, how mellow will the next seven's ending be? Hmm. Usually that's a pretty... <laughs> it is pretty opposite a lot of the time. Yeah, that's a big correlation. You get a crazy opening, then the ending is very <laughs> calm. And... I just went through that in one of the in the show I'm watching, so... JJK. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. opening yeah. two is very, like, in your face. Yeah, it's rock. rock and then yeah. it's like... The yeah, quietest yeah, it's thing it's in the Koshuni, world. Yeah, it's yeah. Give it back, <laughs> which is a great ending. Yeah, give it back. I yeah, did, Cammy. I ending. did. I copied it. Um, and then Psycho Pass also does that, where they have a very intense opening. They get the guy. Well, the first two of the first three openings, it's the guy who does Tokyo Ghoul's opening, and you know, oh my this, god, this uh, unravel by Tia. Yeah, TK, a, a phenomenal. One of my favorite. I think he has a voice that you either love or you don't like. I love. It. I love his voice, and so. Enigmatic Feeling is one of the most crazy, cracked-out openings and songs I've ever heard. That's Psychopaths' third opening, season two. And then the endings for Psychopaths, um, at least ending two and three, are very soft ballads yeah. sung by a girl singer, very similar to that. So, it's quiet. Yeah, it, it's funny. Um, I'm glad you brought that up, though, Alan. At the moment, we have no confirmation that the ending is actually changing. Interesting, isn't it? Hopefully it does. It's not uncommon to get the ending changing news after the opening news, normally that's what happens. But remember, Yu-Gi-Oh! Brains became the first ever anime in Yu-Gi-Oh! where the ending changed and the opening did not. Because up until Brains, it had always been one changes and the other changes, and that was a consistent pattern. Brains yeah. said, we're going to do three openings, five endings. So the ending changed, the opening didn't. I wonder if Sevens is going to be the reverse of that, where the opening is going to change, but the ending will stay the same a little longer. Now, I, I hope not, but... I, I do like that ending. It's actually grown on me a lot. Yeah, it is. And, I, and what Rook's uh, voice actor sung it this week. Yeah, right? yeah. Whoever duels, which I like. It makes it more yeah. unique. Romans is the best, though, when she sings it. Oh, my, it, oh my God. It's my favorite. Because of the guitar, yeah. Dude, the guitar is insane. Yeah, There's good. a full version of it. Three yeah. and a, like a three-minute version. Really? Yeah. And it's out. just crazy. It is. Alan, thank you so much. I like the cut at the end, too, when they do does like 15 seconds for the cards. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, yeah. And the person doing it this week completely choked. That's Rook's oh, yeah. voice actor. Yeah, completely yeah. choked. Oh, no, I and know. And they made fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they ran out so, of time. It was so in character, though. Yeah, no, it was in character. So Rook's good. voice actor is literally just as, like, like airheaded as Rook. And, and literally, I, I think it was Roman's uh, voice actress goes, what? Like, like he didn't <laughs> even say anything. It was just, and literally the subtitle comes up as gibberish. <laughs> like it's. All...
Thank you for the. Huh? Oh yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. Did it work? Yeah, Can that was weird. So actually, that, strange. that is a microphone, by the way, that we have used for years yeah. since the Vrains days. That has never happened before. Nope. That was, that and was not strange. only in the history of talking Yu-Gi-Oh, that has never happened on any live stream that I've ever done. Yeah, no. where it goes muted. Usually just, it's the robot. Usually it's the robot, yeah. Well, although I fixed that <laughs> issue, but usually it's the robot. How did you fix that issue? Um, I just always restart Streamlabs before I go live, and that does the trick. Wow, if crazy. I have Streamlabs open for 10 minutes doing the settings and then go live, robot. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Thanks, um, Streamlabs. So I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, that was bizarre. But um, anyway, uh, T-Pink Staff, absolutely. Uh, those are my two that I really wanted. If I... Had to pick one that was a little more out there. Um, I I gotta be I'm high on Roman Sushiko rematch. I really am yeah. high on Roman okay, Sushiko okay. rematch. Yeah. Uh, there's some part of me Roman. that really, especially the way they built it up, really wants to see Roa and Nail. I just want to see what yeah. happens. I would actually <laughs> Rook Roa. Remember, Rook said about Roa when they first saw him duel, yeah. he might be the best duelist I've ever seen. Yeah, yep. he did say that. I'd love, and then Roa lost. I'd love. Rook versus Roa. So there's there's some really good ones that we still are not going to get by the time this season ends. Otis, Mr. Goha. Like, or like Goha. Yes! Team. Otis, Mr. Goha. 100%. This is for everything you did to my family. <laughs> uh, Mimi Yoshio. I would, say, I would actually like to see another Mimi Yoshio yeah. rematch. There's yeah, a lot of good. fascinating matches. Yeah. Freaky Fish Guy versus Because he still doesn't yeah. know, right? Mm -hmm. No. He still doesn't know that his mom is at the top of Goha. Which but. is funny because... Our three, you know, protagonists do know. So, is, are they going to spill the beans? No, because remember, she paid them off with tickets to the the, uh, the ramen <laughs> shop. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, she yeah, kind of did. Yeah, she, she did. did. She did. Yeah. Also, yes, Jason, Princess G and Roman. I would like to see that. I mm. mean, wow. another. Yeah, we need another that. solid, yeah. friendly matchup. I think the nice thing really about good. having so many characters is there's a lot of um, potential mouth-watering dueling matchups yeah. that I'm He's very using, excited um, for. A lot of interesting um, adjectives for these duels. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I like that. Mouth watering. We have food on the table. Yeah. I mean, it connects. Before he said sexy, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's that was referring to the matchups. Oh yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying it's an interesting adjective. Right, right. I think it's a very nice adjective. I think it's a complimentary yeah. adjective. Oh, it is complimentary. I try yeah. when I'm doing the reviews. I try to spice up the vocabulary a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I try to do. <laughs> Dropping the up ball left and right. It's about that kind of spice. You know, I, I just I want words that Dylan hears that he goes, What is that? Is that a word? And then he has to go to he has to go to Google and he has to look it up. And it's deep urban dictionary lore. Yeah. And you're like, Pete, I don't yeah. know if you can do this. My audience is seventeen to thirty five. Yeah. And there you go. <laughs> uh back to some donos now that we're back. <laughs> That's just a really good joke. Uh Ice Aiden. Donated five dollars. Thank you, Ice. Nice. And said, uh, "If I told you when you first saw the Yuga design that Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens would treat the female cast so well, would you believe me?" <laughs> no. You know what? This might surprise you. Um, and thank you so much for the donation. Lie, no. You're about to lie. Don't lie. I'm not gonna lie. And I hope there's a couple people that remember this. But I said one of the best things, and I said this very early on. One of the best things about a different studio being in charge of Yu-Gi-Oh is that the girl characters might actually get their, their up and comings. Do you guys not remember me saying that very early on in the show? No. No, I, I, no I'm joking. I do remember that. Yeah. No. I think after, if you watch the Jump Festa highlights video, mm -hmm. shout out to my own editor. I, um, I say it in that video. In that video, after you get over the initial shock, you do, I do keep in some clips where you're like, listen, like it is 
a new studio, so that means new things could happen. So you do say that. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me also say this, Ice Aiden, and to anyone else out there. Whoa. My no no nice no, no not a bad thing. <laughs> no, not a bad. I, lo I love Ice Aiden. Thank you again for the donation. And um, to to think that they would be treated this good, not even me. No, I, I'd be lying. No, but I, don't I thought anyone. I thought there was a better chance. Yeah. Than your typical Gallup. Um. That announcement was very much, I think for a lot of us, me included, and I've made this comparison a lot, it's one of my favorite um, eulogies to give. That's not the right word. That's for when you're talking I about someone who's dead. I was going to say aneurysms. That's not the right word either. Probably it's one of my favorite analogies. Analogies. There I was close. I was you, close were, you were close. You were yeah. close. Aneurysm analogies in there. It was, it was one of my favorite analogies. I, I have a speaking issue. They like to make fun of it. It's no big deal. It's one of my favorite analogies to give where... The people that had a very negative reaction to Sevens and that miss Studio Gallop and, you know, want the real Yu-Gi-Oh back, it's very much the same <laughs> of when you get broken up with. Very, very similar. Um, and when uh, when when it was announced at Jump Festa in 2019, I was with a lot of great friends. I was with these two. I was with Calibro. I was with, you know, Latrell was here. There were so many great people here in the, the community. Crew, man. Yeah, that was pretty we'll, COVID. We'll do it again. It this year, I'm, we're all going to be vaccinated. We'll do it again. Um, so 2021, look forward to that. I was, bro I was broken up with. I experienced the effects of a breakup mm -hmm. when it was shown that Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens was going to be the way that it was. I was shocked. Not in a way that, oh my God, this looks horrible. It didn't look like Yu-Gi-Oh! to me, but you know, you, you, as with a breakup with time, you get over it and you slowly start to realize it's kind of funny how breakups work. You slowly start to realize that you're, you're a lot better off. Uh, without that person and that you deserve a lot better and the more that I analyzed what wow. Studio Gallup gave us that's deep with arc 5 and brains in a lot of ways even though I, I liked both of those shows um, it's m way more brains than arc 5 personally um, I was like man like this isn't a bad thing like this right. is not a bad thing like something beautiful can come from this and yeah. uh, you know I, I thought Treating the girls right was just a sim one simple thing, and Studio Bridge has gotten it so, so right. They've nailed that for it. They, they really have, it. through the first 47. Yeah. They really have. There is not a link donor over there. Oh. If you want to jump to that. Whoever used the link, thank you so much. Thank you guys always for the donations. Michael, thank you for the $1 donation. Some wordplay I thought was cute. When Kaizo calls himself and Luke gears of a corporation and society, respectively, the word for corporation is Kaisha, while society is Shakai. The kanji are the same, just mirrored slash backwards when comparing them. Oh Ooh. yeah, Kaisha and Shakai. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Right, you see it? Oh, Shakai, yeah. Kaisha. Tim. Yeah. See, this yeah, is why Michael. We need, we need to know the Japanese. I guess culture. Michael, Michael, I guess you speak Japanese. He can write that that's in the That's really chat. cool. Yeah. He either speaks Thank it or you. understands Thank you for that it. Info. Yeah, that's really cool, dude. That's really cool. Um man, two really cool fun facts. Yes, that's absolutely. awesome. We Thank always love those. Thank you so much, Michael. Uh, Nichols Horton donated five pounds and said, I hope you guys are okay, especially with what happened involving the cyber attack business. Yeah, we're all right. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about it. Because okay, so, so, you explain it to us. So He's a history guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happened. Basically, recently. what happened was here for us um, in the southeastern and east coast area of the United States. If you don't know, there's uh, we have major uh, 
petroleum pipelines that take gasoline to the necessary areas that go around the country. Yes. Uh, one of them is based in the southeastern area, really in the Alabama area. Right. Um, it was cyber attacked last week. They think now that it was a cyber hacker group. I forget their name. Dark something uh, that's based in Eastern Europe. Dark side? Dark side dimensions. And uh, they attacked the pipeline, hacked into the security for, uh, so no further damage could be done. Mm -hmm. They shut the pipeline down. When you obviously shut the pipeline down, you stop the flow of gasoline. I see. Uh, and that has limited many southeastern states here in the United States uh, and has made its way up to us here in the Northeast in some ways. Not as drastic as no, drastic your Carolinas, your Georgia, your Virginias or so. Um, but yeah, we're doing well. Um it's been uh, crazy out there. I mean, mm -hmm. you see some videos. I don't know if you guys have seen on Twitter seen of those, yeah. people going insane. You drive down the highway here, and there's just line after well, line. Well, you, you work in that station. industry, so yeah. I'm sure it's been hectic yeah, it's from worked, a personal yeah, experience. And the petroleum industry uh, has not been fun lately. Yeah. Um, you probably had some comments. From it's the been it's been something. Um, you're dealing you know, with, Thanks, with the public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get those. Trust me. Uh, with time to time, but yeah, it uh, we're okay. We're we're making it through. I do advise you in a completely serious way uh, to not freak out because the pipeline is um, back on. They just turned it on today, uh, so in the next few days it will be uh, flowing back into the areas. Please don't do with the Twitter videos you uh, see out there and fill plastic bags with gasoline. <laughs> yes, yeah, please don't do that. Uh, that was a popular one going on. Or um, barrels. You don't need to hoard gas like that. No, Eventually, over time, petroleum uh, and especially 87 octane gas degrades. Um, so there's no need for that whatsoever. Uh, don't be taking Rubbermaids. Uh, from your house and filling them up with gasoline. That has been another video I've seen online. So, uh, a lot of dumb people. Yeah, just, just, just be safe out there, guys. I, I started cracking up because I thought with the most sincerity, I thought you were going to say, so uh, if I could give you guys any piece of advice, um, I would I would start panicking. I'd, get, <laughs> I'd fill up your cars tomorrow. I thought you were going to give like doomsday no. advice. No, <laughs> no. no. I, just started, I started sweating. It's like, no. No, it, it, the the pipeline is back. Yeah. Take a few days. We we were worried if it stayed shut down until after the weekend. It thankfully uh, is not. We're good at the moment. So don't freak out. It's Nick, all right. Nick Lush, though, thank you for the donation. Yeah, for the well wishes, yeah. man. I'm very nice is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's from across the pond. Yeah, so Homes across the pond, us. people got, are wondering. That's what's going on yeah, here. We got, we got homies looking out for us. I like and they're that. more informed of what's happening here than most of the people in this country. 100%. Yes. And I also think uh, someone like Nick, probably a very intelligent person, mm -hmm. would know that putting gasoline in a plastic. shopping plastic bag, probably not the way to go. I'd like to think every all 131 people watching this know that that's the case. You right. got to imagine the drive home must have been a fun one. Right? Well, what she did was you can see on the video of the other person taking it. She went and grabbed another bag and she double plied. Well, that's that, good. That's good. I, at least it'll stop the leaks, but I'm just imagining right. like you get some right. fumes in your face, you're driving yeah. home, things get a little blurry, you know, it's it was, it, Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> I saw this other video that was before the pipeline, but it brought up the the idea of it uh where this lady was taking a gasoline pump and was washing a car like it was a hose filled with water. Just, you what? Yeah, that was a that was a video you could find. You what? <laughs> yeah, that was before the pipeline business. Just literally just spraying her car with gasoline like she was cleaning it off with gas. Dude, one match, it's over. That's it. Oh god, 
Maybe that was the point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then you could hear the people in the video. We we have to call someone, and, and then someone like goes, "All right, I'm, I'm going to say something," and goes into the store. Yeah. So, you know, America. Woo! America. America. That's crazy. But thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Nick. We're going to do one more, and then we're going to get into uh, 50, uh, 48, 49, and our picks for Tiger versus Asana. (laughs) That went up like seven levels. (laughs) I wish he was chewing on some chicken, you know what I mean? Every every now and then I just get really excited, (laughs) because I love doing this. Uh, Yeah! <laughs> and our picks. <laughs> oh Lord, help me! Woo! We have fun here. We have fun here. Oh man, we do have fun here. Uh, Kyle, Kyle's here. Donated to Real. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And Kyle. said, "You think Kaizo uh, <laughs> will be a respectable char someday?" Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't think he's gonna get any respect. No. I don't think he deserves respect at the moment. At and the be, moment. And to be honest. I think he needs to gain the respect of the crew uh, because turning on everyone you ever meet or or joining over to their side, yeah. not not someone I want to be friendly with. Well, lucky for him, Yuga is the kindest, most forgiving person so I've ever way too kind seen in my life. So he'll be like, "All right, it's all right, boy." He will. <laughs> he'll he will. Him. He will never become a respectful character. I don't think so. I don't think that's Kaizo. And I think honestly, as a character, I think the second he becomes like a respectful like, good-hearted character in Drone, I think that almost hurts his character. Agreed. Because I think the actual appeal of his character is how easy it is to hate him and be infuriated with him. And how much he switches sides. And how much he switches sides. Which I, I from a writing standpoint, I actually do find pretty hilarious. So, no, I think um, it's really funny. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever be respectful, honestly. But great question, and gr- thank you so much for the donation. That's where you want to cut it right um, Unless you feel, I mean, do you feel like there's a more appropriate one, or... Well, I, well throw out, I mean, I feel like um, I, I can throw out one more if you yeah. want. Uh, I don't know if Maddie's still here, but Maddie donated ten dollars and said, "Maddie, uh, thank I, you, you know, dude." Well, he's probably not here. Have to head off now. Uh, <laughs> did not see any message notifications. Be I did message you, but I will send it again. Uh, I'm off work tomorrow, so we can Woo! definitely discuss JJK then. Yeah, this is all your fault, Maddie. By the way, <laughs> uh, hope everyone has had a great day slash night. I'm starting tomorrow. That's it, yeah, dude. You it's, gotta start. Actually, no. That's you, I'm gonna you, go tonight. You ruined me, um, Maddie. Maddie did, and then and then Dylan, and then Dylan encouraged it behind the scenes. Um, it's amazing. Um, I'm almost done. We got uh, like three episodes more to go, or so, something like that. Four episodes. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a hell of a ride. So I can't wait to talk to you about it. Yeah, um, Maddie. Listen, dude. Uh, I'm so thankful for what you did on Monday night. Ten thousand bits. Tuesday night. Fifteen thousand bits. Um, and then tonight with another, I mean, t- that's a big donation in my book. So, Maddie, man, I can't thank you enough. I really hope we can bring you on the channel soon. I, yes. I pray to God that uh, he's able to come soon. I know still with COVID, you know, it's going to be kind of tricky. We're getting those shots. But um, we're, we're hoping maybe end of summer is kind of the goal. And, uh, you know, besides Entomay, Legendary, hopefully we'll be able to have on soon as we're all starting to slowly get vaccinated. Now I'm fully vaccinated. Caliber is fully vaccinated. Although he's still, he's not in the clear. He's, he's still clear, fighting yeah. all I mean, the side even, effects. I don't even know side effects side might take him down. Him again? I don't know. I don't <laughs> even know if that's side effects. He, he's just, he's got a horrific... Immune one of the worst I've ever seen. In my I mean, life. he's got to start taking some vitamins. I've never something. seen anything like it. I've never seen. It. And he's healthy. Yeah, he, he goes, goes to, to the gym, gym and yeah. everything. But that that see, being a muscle head doesn't doesn't Isn't? save your body. Yeah, you're right. And he's got to take some vitamins and, and some some herbal tea or something. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just. I mean, that's what's protecting me. I mean, yikes. I mean, Jordan got COVID. 
Oh yeah, that's enough. Right. You can't just drop that without talking oh, I'm sorry. about I'm it. Sorry, she's okay. Yeah, this past week or not weekend, uh, Monday. Jordan has COVID. Jordan you know. came positive with COVID. COVID. I saw her a couple days prior. We kissed. I mean, and I'm I'm negative, baby. So I have some kind. Of, I'm built different. See, see I think it would. <laughs> literally, first of all, f you. But second of all, I really thought you were gonna say, and I'm positive, and that would have been great that we're sitting right here. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, she for for those concerned, she is she's feeling sick, of course, but she's okay. Um. But somehow, yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't have it. And you know what? I drink herbal tea. So, and Cal? See, that's a, but to be fair, <laughs> when Jordan wrote to us all in the group chat about it, yeah, I, she did it in the most nonchalant way. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, no, it was, it was yeah. But also, she was like, guys, I have bad news. And you're like, oh, God, what's going on? I was I was like. <laughs> and that's not how I found bad out. Bad news, Barrett? <laughs> I've got some bad news. I thought he was inside your relationship. Yeah, and I was I, like, I mean, oh, he is. damn. He's the heart and soul of our relationship. But yes, thankfully she is okay. Yeah, I woke yeah. up to like 65 and, messages and I was like, F you guys. Yeah, yeah. it went and, a little off the rails. And the studio here in Jersey is, is really always open. So, uh, and now it's opening up again. With Vrains, we had so many different guests on yeah, all the time. It was so fun. Yeah, and with Sevens, it'll, it'll be the case hopefully in season two. Although, I think season end is always going to be what reserved we for, yeah. Stick with me. We do a 24-hour, 48-hour stream. Okay, we I'm listening. We do that to raise money. That money becomes the travel fund of Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. We just start pulling guests from all <laughs> Start pulling them right I mean, away. in all sincerity, of course, Dylan needs an income. But if that if that wasn't the case, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say if I won the Mega Millions tomorrow. And that's what it takes. Okay. Well, if, yeah, if I won the Mega Millions tomorrow, yeah. I would want to keep doing this, obviously, because right. I love doing it. Every, every single thing that I would get would either go to a, a charity or go to a fund where we're able to fly out people yeah. and provide them with lodging when they're when they're here. Yeah, yeah that'd be so absolutely cool. Absolutely, it and VR headsets. And well, VR headsets for the team. Of well, course. I mean that's that's a given. Yeah, I, mean, I saw this cool one today where it was Revenge of the Sith style oh. Star Wars, and it was the exact fight of Anakin and Obi Wan, and you just go into that VR style. And it <laughs> was it was the most ridiculous shit. That's awesome. You said that reminds me. I have, I have a video I have to show you guys after uh, the stream. All right. Well, chat. We're here, and Maddie, we love you, man. Thank you. Um, By the way, uh, according to the people, Honey Wah 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 is muted right now. Has Honey Wah Wah, wah been muted the whole Pro time? No, it's probably what happened when you lost audio. I'm assuming but that, that shouldn't come back. That's weird. Because no yeah, one was compl like no your one alert was, box is off. Yeah, no one was alert box is off. I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't an issue early on. No one was saying. Have anything. you seen the alert box? I don't. I, I don't know. My alert box should not be off. I mean, I've I've seen it pop up, what like earlier. I guess now it's it's no, not it's right there. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll come back. We'll see. No, the, I don't think the sound is playing. I've seen it, just no sound. All right. Um, who saw that? That's Pink. Thanks, Pink. Um, I don't know. Something something weird happened. Something something weird's is going it, on. Is over it old here. ghost in the something machine? Something weird's going on over here. All right. Let me let me let me try one thing. Yeah. What if we just did it for you? Every donation. I reset it. Alright. Hopefully that works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But guys, we have the episode 48 cast in the 49 summary. Thank you. I know it was. Chat, we are approaching spoilery territory. Here we go. By the way, you emailed the mail, show that to everyone. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, get ready for this. You guys know nothing about this. Nothing. Episode 48, Clash of the Secret Techniques. 
Deep in the tunnel of Maxima Mountain, Asana and Tiger are fighting against each other with their secret techniques on a snowy duel field. Mm, their yeah. childhood feelings and memories intersect for one fleeting moment. They used to be very close and even called each other Haruchi and Asachi, but one day, an incident caused them to drift apart. On that day, it was also snowing. Dot, dot, dot. Yuga, Rook, Gakuto, Roman, Kaizo, Roa, Nail, Asana, Tiger, Galleon, Schwer, Caterpillio, Dovrap, Asana's great-grandfather, Goha Double Six, Hanya Braun, who is the astronaut that Rook dueled, mm -hmm. Flush Umiko, so Flush is back, and Extras. That is our summary for episode 48. Wow. We are going to read 49 before we make our picks. 49 has no indicator of 48. Um, thoughts on that summary? That sounds great. Honestly, it sounds like such a like a very and and the preview. Just thoughts on the episode in general. I, I think mean. I'm gonna love. I like. I'm almost guaranteed. Two to of love. my two of my favorite characters. Two of the best I mean, characters that we just, have so far. Yeah. A backstory for Tiger, which we've been aching for, um, and like some parallels. Like I, I like. I, I'm based on that description. I'm liking where the writing's going with this episode. We we knew after Tiger Caterpillar, which was about eleven episodes ago, mm -hmm. that actually it was more like probably like twelve episodes mm -hmm. ago. That there had to be a pass right. between Tiger and, and the club. Or, yeah. Uh, and yeah. now we're getting to the specifics of Tiger and Asana. Yeah. Um, and even before that, when we were introduced to Tiger, we're like, yeah, what's what's Tiger's deal? Right. Right. So now that we're getting this, this is huge. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm stoked for it. But and of like, course, we have, we have our picks coming up. Yeah. I just like I'm just imagining like the, the it's like something. There's gonna be something very sentimental about the the duel taking place in the same conditions as our fateful day in the past. Like I think it's gonna be. Does that tie in, that fateful day in the past, tie in to Schwer and his pigeon getting rescued by wow. a sign? It was also a it snowy was also day. A snowy day. Mm -hmm. So either it snows a lot, which it might, maybe they live, you know, in the Dakotas, or I, we don't really it's all tied where. together. Pete, your thought when you hear that summary. Hmm. I would say that's the most maybe sophisticated summary. Of seven so far. Well, I think this is the chance to be, honestly speaking, the most serious episode we've gotten as well. Yeah, it was just beautiful the way even to say, like, hey, they're in the snow, and that, I love when things in your memory, happens to all of us, mm -hmm. a smell, a sound, something triggers Sensory you. Sensory memory. Love that. And that moment of being in the snow triggers them back to actually where it all began, or actually, maybe where it all ended. ended. Yep. Uh, so you were right there with me. <laughs> and um, that, I think, is going to be a, a fascinating moment. Um, it's going to be a great duel, in my opinion, uh, and I think we're going to get some much-needed backstory. I'm just wondering what broke them up. What, yeah. what What's the issue? Was it a family issue? Something with ideals about the future? Was it something very trivial and really not important now that they think about it, and now they'll be cool with mm -hmm. it because they were too young for some you know BS stuff that was kind of going on? That would be the most fascinating part. Yeah. That's ultimately what I think it's going to be. Um, I, I think it's going to be a more trivial reason that they're going to kind of be able to work out and figure out. Maybe a misunderstanding. Definitely, um, yeah. You know, I, I I don't know. The way you, you worded it is very well. It is very sophisticatedly written. And even the tone in the preview, I mean, it does seem like the two of them are, are absolutely in love head over heels with each other. I mean, come on. So. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So it, it's. I um, it has the potential to be a very deep and hard-hitting emotional duel. 
Man, I am excited. Uh, Tiger Asana is a duel I've wanted to see for a very long time since we've probably gotten both of these characters introduced right after the Caterpillio episode when we knew there was something deeper between them, or at least, again, between Tiger and that team. Uh, two of the strongest-willed women that we have, not only in Sevens, that we have ever had in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yep. Um, they're both more stronger-willed than I would say even, like, a Roman is. I think we going to say any of us, and I was going to agree. Well, I yeah, I, I have no problem saying that. Tiger is more of a go-getter than me. I have no problem saying that. Yeah, man, it's pretty easy to say it wasn't that bold. <laughs> I mean, this guy. This guy. So he's cut me down. Hey, man, it's all right. Just okay. so I can build you back up. <laughs> that's beautiful. And that's, um, and that's friendship. That's love. But chat, we also got the 49 summary. We got it last night, actually, while I was streaming. Episode 49. You boys ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Roa Roman. Mm. The there first match of the finals is between Roa and Roman. Roa was driven into a corner by Roman's new jam style and shaken up by her words. Ushido and Geta just couldn't keep still as they observed the match. Dot, dot, dot. We will obviously have a longer summary maybe on Friday, say, maybe uh, in two days. Yeah, there's a lot of tough duels. Coming <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I'm not looking forward the to The only this. easy duel to pick is going to be the second duel of Team uh, Rook versus Team Yuga, because that second duel well, has to be the opposite yeah, result of what the first duel was. Imagine so if imagine if they tease us. What if they did this? They tease us, and whoever wins in the first round sweeps in the second round, we never get Rook Yuga. That would be crazy. But then what's the finale for the last two? It's something, the new villain coming in or something. <laughs> wow. What if they, really, they just teased us like that? That'd be like, crazy. hey, you want this? Wait another 50 That'd be episodes. pretty crazy. So, I mean, what do you think of that? We are, it's confirmed. It's in stone. It's something that I think we all wanted since the episode six or seven. I think right after Roa threw Roman into that like wall she's gotta, she's gotta and get back basically, out. you know, pseudo threatened her. I think that is when we all were like, Roa Roman has to happen. Yeah. It's happening. 49, a, a date with destiny. A year in the making. Yep. What are your thoughts? Someone could say that Roman has returned to the stage of destiny. Yeah. Like that, that, wow. Like Revolver's going to be announcing this. Right He's back. announcing this. Exactly. Look at this guy. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's confirmed. Excited, it's scared, so, so excited, scared for the pick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely uh, really excited. It's exactly what I wanted. And I think as that summary uh, seems to pertain, uh, Roman, her words are going to be sharp knives in the sense of like, Roa. You've been a dick. Yeah. Like, you need to go talk to your friends. You need to treat yep. people better. Like, you need to stop acting like being the front man of this band is your entire identity. Like, there's more things than just your ego. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to shake them up. Yeah. And um, it needs to. Your thoughts? Um, I mean, Pete really just said that's exactly what Sorry, I think. Dude. Yeah. And, that's fine. and it's okay, dude. Because it, it's so true. I'm... He, everything that Roa has done at this point has been to sort of forward his sort of agenda and curiosity. No matter who he steps on, it could be um, Ushido, it could be Geta, it could be Roman. Who yeah. he I mean, it could be anybody. Um, and on top of that, just the way he talks to people, he, you know, insulting now. And yes, it's cute and all, but like... He well, needs, that's just... He needs a check. Yeah, that, you know, was, so, that one's funny. He needs some, he Providence needs, Yeah, I mean, no one... He needs someone to check him. And little, I think this little, is Ro this little Miss Providence. Little, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Roman's chance, I think, to really be like, like you don't treat people well at right. all. And I think you need to, you know, get your head out of the sand and really when when things. when this super team was formed, 
What is the first thing I said when this super team was formed? Not, oh my god, the tournament's over. This is crazy. This is unfair. The first thing I said was this was the best thing that could have happened for Roman mm -hmm. or Gakuto. Yep. That was the narrative that I said immediately. Because yeah, one of them is going to get a monstrous win. Let's say Roa beats Roman. That be I don't know if I could I don't know I don't know if I could even pick that. And see, that's I don't why, know if I could even pick that. That's why I'm thinking. I, I want to know what your thoughts are, kind of on that, because you know we have to pick this for you know two or so weeks out yeah. and then three weeks out. But that summary kinds to kind of points to Roa winning. I agree. So I which, agree. Which I is agree. exactly the opposite of what I thought. So no, like, are we really setting up Gakuto? <laughs> To beat Nail. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be one of the biggest shocks of, of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Yes, it would. <laughs> of this show, absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to focus on the, the three duels coming up probably next week. Yes. Because, you know, yeah, we have absolutely. a lot, you know, of time for that. But 49 is crazy. 49, as you guys just saw, does not give us any indication on 48. So, boys, it's time to make our picks. You're going to make us do it. Don't do this to me, bro. Don't Pete is four. You can actually, the updated standings are down below. Pete is in first place on the entire league. First place, Pete, 35 and four. <laughs> me, Nick T, Cal all have 31 points. You guys make sure you're playing at home. You can uh, send the pick to the link in the email in the description down below, the email in the description, or do exclamation mark pick'em, P-I-C-K-E-M, in the chat, the and the email will come up. I'm in the boys. I'm in the boys too. I just wrote here. Sheet. This is hard, dude. I've been thinking about this. Oh, I already sent. Oh, I realized that the one I was gonna. We'll have to watch it later. Oh, see, so yeah, yeah, I didn't even watch yeah. that yet. Okay, I have Caliber's pick as well. Um, Damn. Don't do this to me. Don't. We don't yeah. do this. I mean, we don't. We don't do yeah, this. it's a tough pick. We don't, we don't, we I mean, it's a really. <laughs> this is the toughest pick of the season. Well, let's call it a, would you say it's the toughest pick of the season? I think so. See, I think I think um, I don't know. Well, Caliber would say Yoshio Rook was the toughest pick yeah. of the season. The first arc. <laughs> I think, I think you get. Uh, no, actually. Wait, can we before we pick? Can we discuss yeah. some? That, sure, the, we, can, we can discuss the, all you want. Let's. What? What are, what are the the? What are their? Not ratios. Their um. Win losses. Where's their win loss? Tiger beat He's, Rook in a flashback. Win one, right? She. Oh, you count the the, the, win, the win in the flashback. We don't have to count the flashback. I'm just being yeah. as thorough in, as possible. In present time, she's one and one. She's one and one. Beat right. Caterpillar, lost to Yuga. Asana right. beat Yuga, lost to Yuga. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Asana's one. maximum is gone, as far as we know. Okay. It disintegrated. As far as we know. Yeah. Because Yuga lost his override. Right. Damn, this is tough. This uh, is. I mean, this is tough. I don't even know what to go. Uh. Yeah, I could also see a, a way that this somehow ends in a draw. That's always an option. Draw no results, always another choice you can do. Ah, damn. Draw no result right before the three that have Definitely to Definitely the hardest of the arc. I think the hardest of the season, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we know Gallows. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Yep. Send. I didn't even look yet because I didn't even pick anything. I didn't even look. You didn't pick? I didn't pick. Right, okay, well then clear. don't look. I'm not looking. And you're the one I'm who has to, to say it out you, loud. you have to verbally say it now. You have to verbally say who you're I picking. Didn't even, I didn't even pick in my mind yet. You want to look? Oh, yeah. I no, because if we say yeah, our yeah, picks. Yeah. How about this? How about this? How about I'll, I'll write it right here. I can't see what you guys are saying. I'm yeah. just going to type. I, I'll do it on my watch. Okay. I'll the type it on the watch. Type it on the watch. Okay. 
And when I type it in on the watch, then I'll go first. All right. I like that. I like that. I like that. Or do you guys want to go first? No. Let's, I, no. I, I, why not let them go first, right? Yeah. Type it in on the watch. You can go first. I'm going to type it in. I'm bringing up the board. You can see the this, board just blank. It's up. Yeah, I don't see anything. Just, just blank. This is one of the toughest picks. This is the tough. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Um, it's tearing me apart. This is a nightmare pick because I love both characters dearly. Yeah. Now I wrote it and I don't even know if I'm. <laughs> the thing is, because <laughs> we're also at a disadvantage. You guys can change your pick up to the episode airing. Yeah, so you guys still have 48 hours in. to debate and change your pick, and you're gonna hear our reasonings. Um, but yeah. we have to make our picks here. That's just part of it. Right. You know what? Screw it. Fuck. I'm gonna go with my gut. <laughs> Fuck. And I'm, and I'm just gonna write it. All right. So <laughs> it's written. It, it is in the chat. There we go. It is popped up. There we go. I will also go first. Uh, I'm digging Asana. Um, it just this is a really, really, <laughs> really hard pick. I could totally see this, believe it or not, ending up in a draw. So if that happens next week, I will definitely smack myself on camera. Uh, but I just feel like the two she's had really two major duels. She's won and lost against Yuga. We see how significant she is in the opening of the connection to Otis. I think, I just don't think that it serves her well here to give her a loss. And I don't think it hurts Tiger that much if Tiger loses. I think they could still come to some understanding. I even have a feeling that it could have been Tiger that broke off their friendship or whatever it is. So Asana could kind of win her back in with that. That's really all I have. I think it's a really, really hard pick that I'm picking Asana. And I don't even feel great about it. Who are you picking? I um, I'm also picking Asana. I'm also picking all Asana. Right. I um, okay. yeah, no, so, I, yeah. Well, actually, I, I can look at all your picks. Though. Yeah, now you can look. Um, so this one's tough because I think, and in contrast with a lot of some of the other hard duels to pick, we sometimes have a, a little bit of the relationship to go on. We have history almost to dictate like maybe how this could go. The relationship between the two characters. How this duel will go is, in, I think, entirely in the hands of how the backstory plays out. Yeah, I know. And since we know we none of that, nothing. this is all up in the air. The, oh. we, the weird thing about this the hurts. duel is what we saw in the yeah. preview, Tiger is on the right side of the screen, indicating right. good character. Asana's on the left, indicating right. bad character, which is kind of weird. Right. Um, so I'm not sure why that's but the case. It doesn't necessarily always 100% mean that's what happens. It's more often Nin than not 99%, right, but it's not, but it's not really 99 proof. Well, think about any duel. I, it's, out, it's one in one, you know. Think about positioning. Pick a duel. All right, Bowman Yusaki. Yusaki's yeah. on the right side of the screen. Yeah, I mean, that's a rule that is 99% wow, true. That's crazy. But, yeah, not always. That's crazy. Anyway, Asana. I just, I don't know. I, it was my gut. I, I, I had nothing to go on other than my gut. Yeah, I don't feel great about it. Who are you picking? Calibro picked Tiger. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, Calibro picked Tiger. I don't believe he gave a reason. No, he didn't. He, just, <laughs> he literally put in a Tiger emoji. Yeah. Um, and then a tiger gif. I'm trying to say. Um, this is what Caliber said. I wish I had one, but I'm honestly not sure who is going to win. All I can think of is that Tiger could use more character development and legitimacy, considering she has one duel yeah. and it's a loss to Yuga, but Caliber forgot about her duel to Caterpillio. So that's Caliber's fault. I wasn't going to correct him. You can't. You don't correct him. I, I don't help him. correct him. I'm trying to help him 
achieve his full potential. I always am. Yeah. So Caliber will pick Tiger on false merits, but, you know, it's not a horrible pick. Um, this is one I thought about for a long time, and, and um, my right. heart is actually saying Tiger. But I'm going to Sada. Um, I think that this is a, a, a big moment for Asana. And it's so tricky because, as Pete said, we know nothing about the backstories. We know nothing about why they're even dueling. We just know that there was once a very deep love between these two yeah. women. And, and Nixie said that as well. And we don't know anything more than that. Yep. However, Asana is... Who is more important to the show of Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s? Asana. Who is more important to the story going forward for Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s? Asana. This is Asana's first duel since her arc came to an end. Think about Roa's first duel when his arc came to an end. It was against Geta, a character that there seemed to have been also romantic connections with yeah. him and Geta. And, and that was a very deep-rooted duel for him. The only reason that we didn't consider that to be a harder pick is because, you know, Tiger wipes Geta off the floor in terms of enjoyment of a character. And even though I enjoy Tiger more than the average uh, character in Sevens, I, I don't believe that that necessarily warrants her to be victorious in this duel. Asana is more important to the plot going forward. Uh, the problem is I could absolutely see it being a case where Tiger beats Asana and says, you need to do better, you need absolutely. to train harder and keep improving, no. and that will lead Asana to do just that. 100 I could see a draw here too, man. Yeah, That's I could see, see I could see a draw as well. I can so never much. pick draw, this is but really, I can see a draw. Really this hard. is uh, the, the only reason, and I want to reiterate this, the only reason I am picking Asana is because she's going to be one of the main seven, she is more important to the show, yeah. and she will be more important to the show and the story as the show continues into season two. Yep. I think this is a great way to give her insane momentum going into season two. Also, there's a lot of people who don't think Asana is that good of a duelist. I've nah, seen people nah. I've seen people make the argument that they think Gakuto and Roman are better duelists than Asana Damn, because right. Asana only beat Yuga thanks to the help of the maximum, and her duel against Yuga round two wasn't that impressive. A few people have that sentiment. Yep. This is a perfect opportunity to shut up those haters, to shut up the criticism. I think you give Asana a win here, and I think you lead her into the second arc. But I'm only picking her because she's more important to the overall story. That in no way is a definitive meaning and reasoning as to why she's going to win. This is one of those nightmare picks. Yep. Uh, maybe I the hardest of season I literally one. almost picked draw no result. Yeah, wow, I, I, I had it I, when you, Yuga versus Roa. I picked draw no results. I, I was right there. Yeah. You also picked it against you know hologram. Um, but you got to remind. I uh, I almost picked it. I had it typed out, and I was like, I just can't do it just because it's such a low percentage. Mm -hmm. But I could now 100 remember percent see it happen. If we knew Ronze versus Renasuke was going to be that duel in season three, draw no result would have shown up. So we've already had a draw no result. I know, man. Yeah, this is hard. This is really um, hard. Yeah, you know, it's and Ra and Ronze Renasuke was the duel right before the finale between you know Yuga at Rookshore and then Yuga Asana. But right, see, so. here's the tough part, right? Because if like let's say this was Tiger Rook, I would have said I think Rook's gonna go in here, not just because he doesn't have a loss, but he got his ass kicked over and over again in the past. Mm -hmm. What a great way for him to come back and show his sister, look, I've improved as a duelist. Yeah, we know literally nothing what happened in these two characters, right? Like almost nothing. Mm. That's what it just makes it so yeah, hard. It does make it hard. Nightmare. But I have to say, yes, it's a nightmare pick. But I think I, this is an instance, and it's rare because I'll, I would get annoyed. 
This I don't care if I'm wrong. Regardless of who wins, I will be happy with the way this episode turns out as long as it's a good episode, and I think it will be. Oh yeah. Oh, I no. if Tiger wins, I don't think no. I'm not going to be upset. I wouldn't be upset. Oh no, no, no. I wouldn't be upset. I actually would be more upset of myself that I didn't pick draw. Exactly. Which is what I was going to do. Yeah. Oh wow. No. Well, I said, that was yeah. nice. Said my heart was with Tiger, but but you I love Tiger. I'd like Tiger more than Asana, I think. But I I think I would agree. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. But guys. We will be live on the channel with the watch-along as well on Saturday, but those are our picks. Um, actually, you got nothing going on Saturday. I do. You well, could if you want to. Because, uh, she's gone. In the arms <laughs> of the angel, fly away. You sung that last night, too. That was good. Yeah, it's becoming my theme song. That is your new theme song. Is that because your life's depressing? <laughs> I, I finished it, by the way. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> you you give that to me. I will tweet that. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> Guys, I made a meme based on the episode. Um, this. I'm, I'll get. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that. Oh, movie. dude, you're oh, 100. You get a lot of unfollows. But it, tell me, it's not completely accurate. It's pretty accurate. It is. You send that to me right now, and I'll show it to the lovely yeah, people. All right, let's show it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna export it right now. All right, um, we're gonna show you the meme Nick team made. <laughs> yes, and this isn't this isn't this isn't shade on anybody or their opinion. No, it's a joke, no. but I just you know I find it funny. While Nick T does that, we're gonna jump into some donuts. Absolutely. And fifteen donated two dollars and said, "Hey everyone, hope all is well. Uh, oh, what are you guys eating? We're having some hot wings and curly fries. Hot oh. wings because Dylan lost the uh, Nick Yagi bet." So we're paying that and forward, and we decided to just join with him and uh, not leave him alone. Hot so, wings yeah. and some curly fries. 15, so. love you, man. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're you. doing well, dude. Uh, Nicholas Horton did another five pounds and said, wouldn't mind if season two of sevens went dark like Zexel 2, uh, but I still think they need to do away with the 13-episode arc limit. I agree with that part. I do. Think Se- I season two can shatter that, right? Season two, they don't have to keep doing yeah, that. Why would yeah, they get, have to? get rid of the 13-episode arc. I agree. Definitely think it, it it limits so much of what you can do, and it can sometimes hinder your story. Yeah, I fully agree with you. Uh, Kyle donated another five real and said, "Goha uh, sixty six uh, double six being a joke was uh, was part of it." Did you see the Brazilian priest auctions of a lasagna while in I'm a hammock? Remember that? I, I, he mentioned remember that, that last he week. Did. No, he did. Kyle, I and you still haven't looked it up? No, I have not. I have not because I don't even think it's true. I gotta look it up. So you think Kai was trolling? You think he's lying? No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's lying. I just think that maybe it's one of those very obscure things that would be very hard for me to find. Although it is the internet, you could find. I'm just cropping this. Send it to Kai on Twitter. A little wide, so this this looks fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that meme is just... <laughs> so good. Uh, he donated another two real Kyle did and said, This episode reminded me of that time Grandpa lost to me in chess. You Did you beat your grandpa in chess? Is this like a, uh, yeah, a, a Queen's Gambit? Like, uh, Maybe. Thing? That might be a Queen's Gambit reference. Could be a Queen's Great Gambit Great show, but I, I, I should Pete, Pete, I'm going to interrupt you because we actually have interrupt. one on the link here. Oh! Um, X Slayer with the $1 donation. Thank you, X Slayer. You are the man. Imagine we get a new shot of Otis in the opening, including new aces for our seven characters that represent the ruins in Otis's lair, and maybe a crossover arc happening in season two. Buy, sell, or hold. Sell. Bye, 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 bye. 
I'm um, I'm praying to God. Well, no, I'm not praying to God. I mean, listen, I love Easter oh, eggs. Oh, please. Um, the one thing that I find very fascinating that I talked about last night, uh, X Slayer, we don't know what duels, what master duels look like in Goha. No, master duels in Goha could have links. Yeah, why not? No idea. Why not? No idea. It's a you should have one I more, I think, over there. Yeah, absolutely. So X Slayer, thank you, my man. New opening. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be reacting to it. I'm gonna be doing a deep dive analysis. It'll be fun. Should be uh, great. Elaine. 141906. Elaine, thank you so much for coming by and thank you for the donation. Hi, Dylan, Pete, and Nick T. How are What's you guys up? doing Hello. today? Also, my birthday is Friday, May 14th. Ooh, um, early birthday. I am I don't think I'm gonna be live on your birthday, Elaine, so quick happy birthday song. Elaine is a great, great Long person. Time, yes. Yeah. Three, two, one, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Elaine. Happy birthday to you. Hope you enjoyed Elaine. Have a great birthday. Thank you so much for your amazing support. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Elaine. Didn't give us much time for the tempo, but we caught on fast. All right. Do you make this? Is that money? Of course it was. Of course it was money, bro. All right, so this is the meme. My name is Money. I'm sorry. I, I do apologize in advance. It's going to block out you guys. That's fine, bro. Yeah, we don't matter. This is the, uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh meme. Oh, bro, what did you do? Oh, oh my God. Oh, this my. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good cut. Oh, that's so good. Oh, dude, that is completely unintentional. <laughs> Hold on. What happened? I mean, how what can you, you not? Do? It's just one picture. How can you not find oh, it? Oh, this is it. You just, you just pasted it three times. He really did. This is it. Nick T at his best. Yu-Gi-Oh is switched to the from the well-funded studio bridge to the under underfunded studio gallon. <laughs> it is good. That is good. Dude, oh my god. I, I just So many I, times people will comment on my videos and say, oh, we, we need the real Yu-Gi-Oh back. And like, I don't is, even consider this a Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> my hope is that they'll, they're they going to leave Bridge and the next Yu-Gi-Oh 8, this actually is just a spin-off show and the next well, Yu-Gi-Oh that, that's, that's is going to be... That's a big conspiracy theory that's out there. Well, there's, there's a side anime. There's genuinely people who believe... Now, Studio Gallup have been quiet for about a year now. They're, they're secretly working on the real Yu-Gi-Oh 7. And they're going to reveal it at Jump Fest in a year or two. That is a real conspiracy theory that they're, people believe. They're not. They, they are bankrupt. They are bankrupt. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen I mean come on. We were looking at their uh, their history, what, last week or yeah, so? Yeah. And they've been trending down in less and less things they've made in the last two decades. Like, they're... Yeah. They're, they're done. They're done. They're done. I mean... Great meme. They had a great run. They had a great run. They had a great run. Does not not tarnishing their legacy, but they have gone downhill mm -hmm. in terms of funding, in terms of staffing. We know that those are facts. Yeah, yeah, they're facts. Those are goddamn facts. Mako Abe, I'll never forget Mako Abe. Yeah. So rest in peace. It was it was just a no, stupid meme yeah. that I thought was funny when I saw it. he got switched from the well-funded attack. Uh, those little animations the, were great. Yeah, very yeah. funny. Very funny. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. Even Dragiers can get. Brought down by the corporate machine. Yeah. What does Caliber always say? Three cheers for the gear Drew Gears? Something like I that. Think Three that, yeah. beers for Drew Gears? I thought he said... Next photo. Take the shot. But oh, that, we, but that it was in. It was in. It was just this... Dylan doesn't empty his garbage. Just want to thank you guys again for uh, making us a part of your Wednesday nights. Hope you guys are having a good time. We always do. So thank you. Yeah. We're going to uh, keep thank reading you, yeah. some, some comments from you amazing uh, people. Some donos. Kyle donated another five real and said, Imagine this. Opening okay. two means 
a serious and time skip of about three years, making them about a Yuma, like Yuya kind of age. And then opening three is two years for like a Yugi Saki age. Ending in opening four, they end at Yusei's age. That'd be crazy. Actually, I don't... Time skips would be insane. Yeah, but it's just like short little time skips that make it like consumable or like it's like all right it's like six do the cw treatment six months yeah it's your, perfect your, your time skip. a lot can change a lot of people forget rains had a small time skip in the beginning they showed oh, yeah. that revolver scene and then there was a time skip yeah it did yeah and then we obviously have the ending sense. shot was a three month skip as well yeah so where he's he's just lost his mind yeah he's i think he gone. murdered like five people didn't he? i believe it yeah, yeah. anyone uh, that would stand in his way i mean he's looking for he's out he's out for blood yeah yeah uh, Janeth donated another two Canadian said, uh, can't have a Yukio show without death. We might. <laughs> well, no, I, no, I mean, I really do think that that first inhabitant of Mr. Goha is dead. So I He's think dead. Oh, true. Remember, they threw him down the garbage chute. Well, that's unconfirmed. <laughs> but Mimi is an accomplice to murder. Yeah, no, I mean, she's found the body. We overlooked that too 100%. Often. Here's the thing, right? This is what I'm imagining in, in my mind. This is what I'm picturing. She gets arrested at the end of the show. Right. And so then you're like, oh man, Yoshio, he's gonna he's gonna be you know go off to an orphanage, and then his dad Galleon shows it, and he's like, yeah, I'm here for you. Wow. My favorite crack theory. Yeah. I'm gonna press into me. Is that Galleon is actually Galleon? Press is the when she's here with I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't I have an answer. Wait, so right, well she can't deny it. No, that's the problem. Have, no. have any guys? And, and I'm gonna pose this question to the audience. Janet, thank you. Um, ever seen um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yeah. Yes. Great movie. Amazing. But basically the premise, like, you think, oh, they're they're back in King Arthur time, right? But no, they're just LARPers, right? Basically playing yeah. at this big battle. Yeah, Turned out they were modern times and they killed a reporter and they all get arrested at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's great. So like it's a kind of a similar thing where it's oh, maybe me, like, um, you know, I'm sure I look look past this body and attain power. <laughs> at the end, like, you gotta come with us. Remember when the French are randomly in England? Uh, yeah. They're just there. Insulting him. And yeah. he has no idea why they're there. Yeah. I spit in your Such general direction. Movie. God, I love that I do movie. love that movie. But I can see a very similar scenario. Like, the show is... We're almost getting a happy ending. And then Mimi gets arrested. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I think we're going to have... I think we already had death. So I would disagree with that. Well... Well, no, I, I think you would agree with it then. Because you did have to death. No, didn't Janet say... He said he can't oh, have a Yu-Gi-Oh without death. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. True. So we could have yeah, more yeah. death, is what she's hoping for. I think we'll probably have at least you one know, more death. Death. Yeah. Death give her new dreams. <laughs> Him, Janet's a guy. No, no, no. I'm saying Mimi. Could oh, see, Mimi. could see Mimi. the alien character dying. Could see that. Yeah, but that doesn't really count. First of all, I don't think they're aliens. I think they're robots. And then, well, do you count Robbie's Mr. death? Mr. Crab is a robot. I think at the end of the day, it is a robot. Yeah, I think the only deaths in brains were technically robots. I don't think any humans died. Oh yeah. So I, I would count them personally. Depends. Well, do you count? Yeah, nuts. No, I mean, we had a lot of humans die, but they yeah. didn't really die, right? Because they always came back. Yeah. Well, other than Wendy's partner actually that's true no, dead. He's, dead. he's legit dead he was swerving a little bit <laughs> and so is um blood shepherd's mom blood shepherd's mom yeah. that's right that was yeah. another and, and his eyes and his parents and his eyes and his parents and soul burner's parents, parents. Okay, yeah. yeah it's just a, a lot of, a lot of car accidents a lot of car accidents <laughs> so many car accidents <laughs> manslaughter we all thought like remember we would always theorize like they have to be related <laughs> they were not related. <laughs> to do random car accidents it, all it was just Japan. we tried to make it like they were all connected because that would have made the most sense. When logically, Studio Gal couldn't think of anything creative. No. So they just killed people. True. The same when you way. think about it, it's almost realistic where you're like, if I looked at the statistics for how many people die in car crashes each That's year right, in America, how many died too? Then you could be like, well, maybe this this plays into the statistic. Yeah. Remember, remember Kogami? Yeah. 
right? He died too. Revolver's dad or whatever. Right. Oh, geez, yeah. He died too. The virus, yeah, yeah. that's right. It was never, it was never confirmed never if Queen us. died. I mean, she went into a coma. Yeah, I imagine she came back. But yeah, but I imagine she's there. She might as well have been dead. Yeah, it's brains too. I mean, they, Jesus. They killed her character. They Jeez, killed, yeah. Jeez, oh man. They are. Jeez, oh man. Yeah. You, you wanted to put her in the Mother's Day special. But you yeah, couldn't yeah. connect. We flashed her on, on screen. Oh, you did. Oh, don't think it too about that, don't you? Uh, Kyle donated another five real and said, "I think sevens will add a little bit of dark tones, like the X drone user dead slowly, until it becomes more dark by the end of the show." Maybe. Maybe. One of those things where it's I mean, like I, slow, it doesn't feel unnatural. But if it's some of the tones change slowly, well, I'll, I'll tell you the one, the only thing that's going to make the show get that way is a legitimately threatening and menacing villain, no. a villain of a Bakora status or a lightning status. Yeah. That's the only that's comes the only in way. rips off Gakudo's head. Well, like, <laughs> he's an eleven year old, <laughs> and, and you're like, this this guy means business. <laughs> that's how you capture an audience. Jeez. Oh my God, <laughs> this is invincible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A little bit. Uh, Fender Bullet donated $5 Ugh. and said, uh, new opening, going to have some comedy visuals with blast beats and screaming. Dude, I yeah. love, mm. That would actually be pretty funny. I mean, that's why I don't know if the visuals are going to be comedic for that reason. I think it could be. I think we're going to get a lot of cool action shots. I think we're going to get a lot of cool monster shots. I hope so. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, It's going to be sick. Yeah, that's. Hopefully they, they do what some shows do, where at the end of Yuga Rook in 52, they play the new opening as an insert song, and that's the first time we hear it before the opening takes over. They did, that, they did that, that in Soul Eater uh, during one of the fights at the end of, before Paper Moon Switch, they played Paper Moon as the insert song opening too. So I would love if they do something like that. I think that'd be so sick. Because yeah, yeah, they already did Na 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 as the insert song for... Yes. Yeah. That's right. Dale Yuga. Right. That was like the halfway point. We get point. any Miniscape stuff, like something like that I love again. Roman, Roman, we yeah. might. It would be awesome. Miniscape yeah. might come back. Actually, Great yeah, song. you could have it right at the end of, uh, yeah. have a new song at the end of their duel. Yeah. yeah. In the episode. Damn, that'd be cool. That's great. I mean, Fender Bolt knows the way to my heart. It's just blast beats, so I agree with him. He does. He does. Thank you, my man. Uh, and by the way, I was kidding about, <laughs> some people are <laughs> yeah, like, going a little crazy here. Yeah. Uh, no one's head's getting ripped off. I was kidding about Gaga. About what? Oh, uh, no, Gagato? Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> of kidding. Of course you were kidding. It's not going to happen. It was, it was sarcasm. Uh, Xlayer donated $10 and said, uh, could season two introduce the extra deck mechanic into Rush Duels and the new opening will tease us with a new monster for both Yuga and Rook, like a dragon-like monster? Or Rook and a warrior like for Yuga? Um, very possible. I mean, uh, I, I, we, we are, I can actually almost guarantee... Um, that was Xlayer, right? That was Xlayer. Yep. Thank you, Xlayer. I can almost guarantee... That we are going to see monsters yes. that um, that are, we have no idea who they are yeah. or who they belong to. Yeah. We'll see them as the show progresses. Yeah, hundred percent. That that's pretty common in openings, X Slayer. So I think that'll definitely be uh, satisfied. Um, as for seeing a new summoning method in the opening, was that the other aspect of it? Yeah, yeah, we'll tease us also with a new monster and a new extra deck mechanic. In I think I think it would be hard to show off an extra deck mechanic in an opening. Yeah, I think that unless like they show two monsters like circling together it's like a, a flash, fusion, yeah. then it's like holy shit! Like, are we getting fusions? Or they show a monster from a previous show that the that only it, way you right. could get it was a certain summoning method. Right. And you're like, wait a second, is is Synchros coming to the show? Right, right, like a tuner monster. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So I guess they could. I don't think they will because I think the next summoning method we're going to get is going to be Rush Duel exclusive X Slayer. And so for that reason, I think if they do show it in the opening, we won't even realize it. 
until after it happens. Um, so that's that's my prediction on it. I think they're still focusing on maximums. The the next set is named after maximums, and that comes out in early June. So I think the focus is going to be maximums uh, for quite a while here with sevens. Honestly, big agree. Uh, Kyle did another two real and said with the extra deck. Uh, imagine so another one with this with a ritual a fusion a synchro an xz's a pendulum a link max yeah it would be crazy oh God, i mean insane. i mean the possibilities would be endless it would be endless but you also have to realize that with rush tools you know you're trying to keep the game a little more simplistic yeah easier to get into at least for now now you could always expand it as time goes on i think they will um but for now i don't think they want within two or three years of the game starting to introduce all these new methods right i think they're gonna flesh out maximums as much as they can give roman a maximum give rook a maximum give Ro give a roa a maximum give gagato a maximum flesh out your maximums flesh out your maximums for your archetypes and then when you feel there's another need to uh put in some injection some new spice uh that's when you introduce a new method i think that would be very crazy to have all of those versions as maximums but there's a lot of potential there i would agree with that absolutely and it's yeah. also um as much as i hate to say is i love the other mechanics mm -hmm. that happen in the older Yu-Gi-Oh shows it's just the show wants to be different yeah it just is you can different. tell it is tell. different and i think the last thing i want to do and i think i've said this before is mm -hmm. they don't want to tie those old methods to this show right they just they just don't want to they do want to keep it as you said simplistic and confusing that with with some of these other tuner monsters or or the you know requirements for pendulums like i mean right. i think i'll get out Lanks. of hand yeah, yeah i they, see, that's the last thing they want to do i agree with you to a degree i don't fully agree with you i think if you limit it to just rituals and fusions Easy. i think i think you can get away with that once you get into synchros yes. then Lanks. i think it gets dangerous. i agree with that but this is where i de disagree with Ooh, you in the sense go. that i think once you open the door and bring right. in rituals and fusions you will get non-stop comments about where are synchros, where are pendulums, yeah. where is XZs. And it's like, I don't think you want to open that door. That's a good point. I, I think you want That's to make a very this very, point. hey, we have maximums. Maybe we enter, we always joke, but like minimums. But you know, like what if they just put, it's another brand new thing. This is its own thing and just get used to this. Doesn't mean there's anything bad with that. It's mm -hmm. just, that's not this show. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a very valid point. I still... Be cool though. I've been saying it for a long time. I still think fusions are going to come. I really do. Um, but as the weeks go on, my, my um, you know, take on that stance definitely gets weaker and weaker. You see sure. a polymerization card and you're like, and that's it. Yeah. And then the episode ends. That, that's what they do in the opening. Yuga just flips the polymerization card and then boom. That's oh the opening. Oh my god. Then we have to wait another 20 episodes for him to do it. Like when? When's it going to happen? <laughs> and he turns around and, and, and Yugi's in the opening. You're like, wait. And, and then we never get an answer. 60 episodes. 60 episodes. He's in the very last episode. Yeah. Now, what would you do? What would you do if you're watching the opening and... A silhouette that's clearly Jack Atlas appears in it. I mean, I'd be hyped. <laughs> I'd be pretty now, what do you do if you don't see him until episode, like, one? Wait, what if you never see him? <laughs> then I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be really it was pissed. clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> clickbait then I'd be really, really pissed. It would get me watching until the end of the arc. I'd be like, oh, yeah. And that, oh, that's my God. It would turn the whole fan the base back, against yeah, you. Yeah, you can't do that. Bad. You can't. Yeah, they would, it they, wouldn't they would be never, worth it for the ratings. No, no, they would never. they would never do that. That'd be nutty. That's the thing that's always exciting about an opening, because you never know, baby. You never know. <laughs> I'm excited. We go. Uh, let's jump back to some donos. Uh, the best cowboy, Nicky Yagi. 
uh, donated five Canadian, said, in the new opening, we will surely have the face reveal for the five members of Goa, so I guess meaning the top of Hexagon hmm. kind of thing. Uh, the musical group Roa Roman band with Princess G and Tiger. Respect uh, for Kaizo. He deserves to be treated better. He just wanted to take his revenge. That's all. The characters are not nice to him. I agree with, well, to not talk about that last point, in terms of the opening, I agree with um, all of those characters except Princess G. Princess G, I'm not 100% Retired. sure she's going to show up in the opening. I, I can see Tiger and the other ones that um, that Nick Yagi named. I... I I don't believe we are going to get the faces of Top of Hexagon. I really, I mean, I've said this for a while. I really believe Top of Hexagon is just gone. Yeah, I think they're done. I think they're faceless. I think they're nameless. I think that's that. I don't think we're going to see them again. So I also do disagree with that. Um, but it would be great to see Princess J. I mean, what do you guys think of the the Kaizo stuff? I mean, I, yeah, I said my point earlier. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think Kaizo deserves any justice. I think he's been a kind of a piece of crap from the beginning. He's done some heroic stuff. But yeah, I, I, revenge wasn't necessary yeah. for him. I mean, what, I mean, Yuga repairs him nonstop. Yeah, and and his and his, literally, I mean, come on. His reasons for being mad were completely made up in his head for the most part. Yeah. I mean, aside from Tiger slamming him against the wall, she did the same thing to Rook, and that was their own fault. Don't cause property damage. And I mean, like, I, I what, recall, how do you want me to feel sympathy for you? Abusing power is great. Is I was hey, something along those lines. Literally something, said something, something along, along those lines. lines. Yeah. No, you're right. Doesn't need angels. I don't yeah. disagree. With and that. more than once, more than like it was yeah. that sentiment was across the whole episode. He's a sick kind of guy. We love we <laughs> love abusing power. Yeah, I, or, I, don't, yeah. I don't disagree. You have a uh, link one over there. I disagree with you. Dark Emperor J, thank you so much for the one dollar donation. It's me, Janeth. We got a new number. Here's the link. Uh, the link is not going to work, but I know what Twitter account that is. So let me look that up real quick. But cool that we got a new number um, printed in the game, OCG. Woo! What's that mean? Number cards are Zexel. Uh, Zexel. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Oh, just like, uh, what's his name's mom? Right, all those moms are from he, Zexel. He's familiar. No, 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 no I'm saying, but uh, his mom was a number card. Um, yes, he was. That's why there's no coincidence why they make up four of the top ten. And then he was like, you hey, nice. The like, bro, you summoned your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Famous dub quote. Oh, cool monster. That's a cool monster. Utopia. I'd Dude, imagine. that is sick. Yeah. Yeah, Zexel's got some uh, some cool monsters. Well, Janet, thank you for sharing. Thank you for the donation. Very cool. Thank you. That is super dope. Cool, uh, JC, Legendary Duels, Oh. donated $5 and said, not only did Bridge handle the females really well, mm -hmm. but they also handled their side characters better than any other series. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I would agree with that TBD. to a degree right now. I think that's a big TBD, definitely. But so far, it's been great. But so far... I, I like what they've done with some of them. Like, Ron, Ronde has gotten a huge amount of exposure lately. Yeah. He's a side character. Yeah, no, we've got it, all our gr little groups. The journalism group keeps popping in back and forth. Yeah. We've got our, our food group there. Like, I mean, Nick Yagi just won a duel. She just, yeah. That's a side character. Yeah, actually, I, I probably would agree with him. I was just trying to think of all the shows... I'm sure they have, they've all had some good characters. I mean, right now, support. from where I am, not doing great in Duel Monsters or GX. That won't get better. <laughs> really, killing my, hope, killing my hope here. That won't get better. Uh, 5Ds, I mean, I like what they've done with some of the side characters there. Yeah, but so. for, from a quantity perspective, I would agree with Legendary. For the moment, yes. JC, we love you, man. Thank you, thank you, dude. Hope to see you soon, buddy. Yes, Definitely. absolutely. Uh, Kyle, donate another... Is here. 
Yes. Really? Yeah, he is. Daniel J. Edwards. Just tuning into one of my favorite channels. Oh, uh, dude, we love you. This Follow guy. Daniel J. Edwards. He does some great stuff. He's amazing. We're still waiting for him to have a fight uh, against Dylan. This summer. Still waiting for that. Hey, come summer. on down. Well, Dan, come on the podcast again. I just man. want to see you get. We will we'll talk you Gil. We'll talk Varus versus Gore. That was a great duel. That should be fun. Classic season one finale duel. Yes. But uh, thank you for stopping by, Daniel. Thank Appreciate you, Daniel. Uh, Kyle doing another two real and said, now, Dylan said, uh, I can hope in 42 episodes it will be, it will be what? Because then Kyle's, oh, wait, wait. yeah, that's all, it's all, it's all he wrote. Read his next one then. So, did he have another one here? No, or, his next one is no. just, yeah. So, Kyle, if you wanted to add more to that, just at me. At, Unless it had to do with the one prior, but I don't think so either. I don't think it did either. That's why I was looking at it. No worries, Kai. We'll figure it out. Thank you, my man. Uh, T Pink's have donated five dollars and said, "I think Tiger's going to win." And here's how: Asana's going to pull out a maximum, and Tiger's not going to have a maximum, and still she's going to beat it. That wow. would be disgusting. Yeah, I mean, if Asana then had so a I, new maximum or something like that, and then Tiger still won, would she be uh, the only character to have ever beaten a maximum without having one? No, you could beat Hunt. Oh yeah. no, 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 he no, had no. a maximum. No, um, he pulled out a maximum. Yeah, that's never happened in the show. A character beat another character without a maximum. Honestly, if they give Tiger a win, I have no problem. If they do it in that way, I would actually have a slight problem because I feel like then you're making Asana look really weak. Yeah. If you if you give Asana a maximum advantage and she yeah. still loses, yeah, that, that's I, I that's that. a little overkill. I think she can get away with losing, but uh, don't lose in that regard. Yeah, you know that yeah, that would be a little insane. But we'll it see. Would also, destroy have, like any kind of power scale. Like I mean, it would make Tiger seem insane. Which apparently, I mean, they're trying to build her up. I mean, she is, to, but to come be on, insane. Bro. Remember, the newspaper club said she purposely lost to Yuga, and she's beaten Rook. She's the only character we know of that's actually beaten Rook. Mm. So. She's she's already being written pretty pretty legitimately. Power scaling stuff. And we tough. picked against her. And we all picked against mm -hmm. her. If Caliber wins this, that would suck. God. I promised my. You know, I, know I promised myself I would never let Caliber be the only one to get it right in a week. There's a chance that happens. There's week. a chance. We could just jump him. Kayo um, uh, added. He said it, it was about Kaizo becoming a respectable respectful character. Okay. In 42 episodes, we could hope that. Gotcha. Sure. I, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You got another link over there. Why look for that? Alan Wilkinson donated another two pounds and said, Honey, wah, 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 is silenced. Am I finally safe? Yeah, Alan, you are. from earlier. And so for the rest of this, this entire stream, you will be safe. We're going to figure that out, though. You're not fully safe from the honey, wah, wah, wah. We'll, we'll get that back for next week. Um, Limestone, thank you for another donation. Thank you for using the link in the description. I still can't get over how creepy some of Kaizo's faces were. You said... Yeah, we didn't talk about the that. ...the most detailed facial expressions we've seen in Seven so far. Oh, my God. So, that, that is our double, fault. The double yeah, we didn't talk about that. Terrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> Horrifying. Dude, the stone features. As soon as that came up and it was, like, human-like features there, I was like, is this a meme? Is this, it, is this disturbing? Is it both? It's both. You know, I just did not did not like it. It was both. Was it a was it a JoJo reference? Uh, I, I mean, you <laughs> know it what? could have been a JoJo. I'm reference. gonna say no, but someone could swoop in and say definitely. The um the double overtime one when he was about to win that was the creepiest one when it <laughs> zoomed in and his face was all blacked yes. out. Yes, that was yeah. creepy. It, it was legitimately terrifying. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, no, it was it was weird. And there, was, there was more than one. There was several different. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That oh, different, oh yeah, different too, oh, yeah. and all very detailed. Yeah. It was creepy. 
That's where they put like the entire animation budget. Was yeah, it was the right entire there. budget you know, in the last now, three weeks. Wait, remember a couple weeks ago? I was like, yeah, dude, they just like Hunt's design was just like way like this way under animated. This, this is where they reallocated. They, the... they had a board meeting about a couple months ago. It's like Hunt, said, and they said, "Listen, we only have so much money." <laughs> they said, "These animations for Kaizo's face, they got to be on point. Yeah. Otherwise, the they... audience won't believe it." But where yeah. did we cut? Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Mike. Man. That was it. But um, thank you so much uh, for the donation. <laughs> Goose. 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 Donated $5 and said, redeem yourself from last week. What did Goose say? Goose said, uh, he said, sending positive vibes and kindness to everyone. And remember to keep things PG, positively Goose. I know yeah. the remember was not in there, yeah. but I added yeah, my own flair on it. I like it. No, I like that. I like that. that. Thank you, Goose. Appreciate it. Goose, love we you. love you, man. Right back at Goose, you. Goose, thank you, dude. Soon. AC, bro. Yeah, it's true. Dude, it's from now on, random people who um, well, just not gonna random add people, the AC truck. not random people, but people who donate, I'm just gonna randomly say AC. So they can live 1,800 miles away. <laughs> come to AC, Kyle, AC, Brazil. Let's do it. Imagine <laughs> uh, you came to the states just to go to Atlantic City. Oh, dude, that'd God, be, what a waste. I would feel bad for. Yeah, Kyle. that'd be horrible. Yeah, we can't, that would be we bad. can't do that to him. We'd have to at least take him to Manhattan. I mean, we, can't we gotta do something. Yeah. Uh, and Nicholas Horton donated five pounds and said, Pokemon Journeys uh, returns with a new dub episode to premiere in the summer under the new title of Pokemon Master Journeys. Oh, did not know that, but that is awesome. Um, that actually sounds really cool. Yeah, that does sound really cool. Pokemon doing a lot of good things lately, man. Yeah, they just the had games, the episode with Iris. The, the shows, I mean, they're just they're killing it all around. They're an empire. They are. I mean, they are a mega franchise. Mm -hmm. They are a mega franchise. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Uh, Kyle donated another five real and said, are you saying in front of of this million people that you have the social interaction uh, with a girl? I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna kill you because I am Kyle from Brazil, everybody. <laughs> what did I say about social interaction with a woman? I think it was in early on. Was you it said during, it early was in it the during the breakup. Um, I think it was it was maybe? somewhere early on in this podcast. You oh, maybe during the breakup like analogy. I yeah. think that was it. Um, but that that doesn't that can be a woman or a man. I think if I think if you're broken up with, you immediately romanticize the relationship. You miss it. You think of all the good things. As time goes on, you get further away from the breakup and from I the other person. Remembers that joke. Yeah, and Studio Gallup. Uh, you know, that's, and, and he also said in front girlfriend. of the million people. In front of the millions and millions. And millions. I hope that's what. Oh, you know everything's fans. Oh man, that's good. But thank you, Kyle. I appreciate it. Uh, that's too good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. matter. What guys will think. <laughs> uh, he came back doing another two real and said, Lesby wah 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 ship. Get that? Also, hashtag, that. we are all seagulls. Yeah, we are all seagulls. We are all seagulls. Um, I am a seagull. If I, if I added a shirt, by the way, I updated the merch shop so you can check that out. If I had a shirt that, that just said, I am a seagull with a seagull on it. Would you buy it? I'd probably do. Absolutely. I, I actually be more interested in the F Kaizo Nick T-shirt. That's the one I'm waiting for. I need an F Kaizo oh. shirt. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Because that, that really speaks to me. F Kaizo. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah, you can do it. Like, you, you know, you just do the F, you do the two stars K, and it's in a, like a thought bubble, and it's like Nick T in a little like kind of like animation cartoon style, and then Kaizo's there. I was, I was like, thinking you know, about having Kaizo drawn on the shirt with a huge X. Wow. Oh, okay. F like when you get when you get like the strikes like yeah. when, to their account. Yeah. That's nice. That's Is Nick T on the back though? You could have, I could have Nick T on the back. Yeah. You have to charge more for it. I would because two designs. That's true. Well, the charge of calibers count. 
He's got more. Okay. Yeah, uh, Kyle then followed it up with another two dollars uh, and said, uh, "Think going to be Asana's loss because has the space to develop." Yeah, she has time and space to develop. Um, we'll see. It's going to be a tough duel, man. But Kyle, yeah. thank you for all the That's donations, gonna, it's dude. Be such a hard pick. Yeah, so he's picking. He's picking Tiger. That's what it seems like. Yeah. We'll I know a few people that are picking Tiger. So. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Entame is also. Yep. Is she, oh, she's here. Which is no, no she wasn't. But somebody said it. Not shocked. I mean, she's a Tiger stand. Yeah. So but she also loves Asana. She also loves Asana. But yeah. um, yeah. She also though, remember picked you going to beat Roman. Earlier. I'm not saying no. I mean, it's it's a, it's so hard. It's, a hard it's not such a hard. Pick. I mean, she's not hard infallible. Her record's probably better than mine though. Maybe. Well, that's not hard. Well, that. Coming from this guy, he's number one. He's number one. I know, and that's why my words carry weight. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, he's looking from the top, he's looking down at me. Yeah. Well, that, that's been our whole friendship, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, serves you, it serves a good purpose. Oh, Look God. where I've gotten you. Electric <laughs> uh, Kevin donated five Australian and said Ash defeated Iris and is now ranked 99th in the world. He can now battle trainers ranked from the 9th to the 98th spots. Uh, where uh, we will see many old, new fan favorite characters. That is so Sick. cool. Yeah, yeah I, cool. I really got to watch Journeys. I mean, I had heard that Iris was one of like the more least liked girls of like you know the Dawn, the May, right. the Misties. But it seemed like a lot. It seemed like the reception when it was announced she was coming back was very positive, wow. um, which is really good. But then again. I guess if, like, even Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's announced that, like, you know, Tori from Zexel was coming back, like, I'd be excited about that. Of course. Is though. it just known at this point that Ash is a terrible Pokemon trainer? I mean, he's been well, fighting all this time. He just made the top 100. Yeah, that, that's, I didn't know that. That's I mean, that's, that's horrific. I, I would have thought that. Maybe his rank, like, reset. I don't really know. I haven't followed. Didn't he, didn't he previously die, and then, like, that's that scene where, like, Pikachu In the movie? Was, like, that's the first movie. That was a he long should, time He should have stayed dead. <laughs> <laughs> God. What is with you tonight? Talking about Gakuto's head? Listen. Jesus I'm just, Christ. I'm just saying, you just, Pokemon's been on, what, 25 years? Yeah. You just made the top And he's still 100. 10 years old. Man, 25 years man, later. You, you, you know, nothing's really, really going to happen. You got no, nothing. Actually, God, there's, a, dude. there's a comment about that later. Oh, uh, Kyle came back with another five reel and said, Dude, it's a priest auction of lasagna on a hammock. You can find it on YouTube. I just don't uh, know if it has subs, so look for Reddit. And then in parentheses, he put, it has to be. In okay, I, I'll write it down and I'll, I'll look it up. Look it up. He then came back with another two and said, uh, that's it. How uh, you catch an audience and a trauma, and then follow that up with the return of Yu-Gi-Oh! Nothing, which I felt was pretty fitting. For this I, I love that. I love that. So thank you, Kyle, for thank all you, Kyle. those donations. I wrote it down. I found it. You gotta look it up right after. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Horton donated five pounds and said, In a way, I still think that the Rush Duel mechanic alienates the card game because still no news for the Western release of Rush Dueling in the TCG. I, yeah. you want to take it? I mean, I, no, I don't want to. I mean, I could just see where he's coming from there. I mean, like once, for now, it does alienate the West, especially the Western. Yeah. But I think there is. We have rumors of plans that for. Oh wait, wasn't it filed? Of a um. Yeah, trademark was filed. It's coming, Nicholas. I completely understand though your feelings on that, and I really do think that there's people over in Japan that just don't believe anyone in the West is actually watching the show and even knows that Rush Duel is like what they are. Um, I, I think that a lot of older corporations have the mindset that if a show is not accessible universally, that people won't watch it. True. So they, they, in their minds, I think they don't think anyone in the United States is watching Europe, you know, other parts of Asia, Australia. Even though the truth is, 
a lot of people are watching. Absolutely. And so you do get that feeling, but I think it's important to know and keep it in mind, Nicholas, that right now, Rush Duels and Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s are not being marketed to us. Right. Uh, this is really not a show that we are supposed to be enjoying right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the real the reality of it. We are, and we can, thanks to the power of the internet, but we're not supposed to be watching it right now, which is kind of weird to think about, but that's that is... That's a good point. It's but it's, it's the point. truth. Mm-hmm. So that will come... I know for a fact we are getting a dub. I know that for a fact. I know for a fact that Rush Jules is coming to the West. I just don't know a timeline on anything. I've heard rumors of the summer. Yeah. I, I don't have any this concrete. Summer? Yeah. Um, that an- an announcement's coming for Rush Jules. Oh, the announcement's um, coming yeah. in the summer. I was like, there's yeah. no way the show. <laughs> no, I, Dude. I, I really think, I think there's a chance this show won't start until Yu-Gi-Oh! 8 is airing. I mean, they, they're, they're on a, dangerous trajectory for K Media, um, now Konami Cross Media, where their their dubs continue to start later and later. And yeah. I, I really if they're gonna dub Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens, which I believe uh, I know for a fact that they are Well um, Reigns is finally done, right? They finally dubbed that whole thing. Or is yeah, that still but going? It, but you still can't have all the episodes shown in the United States. What? Pluto TV doesn't have all the episodes. They stopped uh, Jay Bix wrote to me and said any reason why they stopped airing the episodes on Pluto TV in March, apparently they just stopped airing new episodes. I just... So I, I don't really understand and, and know the intricacies of the rollout. I'm not sure why the rollout seems to be troubled every See, single time. See, that's where you should use your Konami connections. I don't have any Konami connections. Yeah, but for the dub, you do. And you should ask, like, you know, why is this, like, becoming, like, a Canada and that's it thing? Like, why is the United States so alienated all of a sudden with a dub? Yeah. It's I don't know. weird. But, like, it is weird. And so my concern is that the Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's dub might not start until, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! 8 is potentially airing. Mm-hmm. They're they're going down a dangerous trajectory. So hopefully, because we're already 50 episodes through and we have no news. Right. No. So hopefully I know, we get... I know what my question would be. Hopefully we get an announcement soon. What was your question? I would say for, like, the Japanese side of it, I would say, where the hell is Exel? What is yeah. what is the deal with well, why right. this can't be literally anywhere? What, yeah. Where's the rights issue? What the hell is going on? That's a weird it's the only Yukio show that you can't find on a Crunchyroll or somewhere else. Right, so it's, it's very nowhere. Bizarre. Very bizarre. Very weird. I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, and to address, because uh, the best cowboy Nick Yagi said, are you sure about that to us? I assume meaning the dub. And in in short, the short answer is yes. Yes. Uh, and that's all, you know. About the dub? Yeah. 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 The short answer for that is yes. So that, that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, a few more to go here. Uh, Keon J donated $5 and said, Hey, Dylan, big fan of yours for a while. That's I, a, a pretty new name, Keon. Yeah, yeah, I don't that know I don't that. recognize. Yeah, yeah thank I'm you, We're usually Keon. pretty good with names. Yeah, thank you. I think that if Otis gets a maximum, it might be a retrained version of Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. Ooh, that would be huge. I like that. How about that? Great theory there. That would um, be huge. Yeah, I I can see Otis eventually getting a maximum as yeah, well. I, and yeah, actually, I'd be surprised if Otis did not get a maximum. Yeah, a big duel. And a lot of people talked about, oh, maybe he'll just use Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, but he can't. Blue Eyes is a legend card; you can only have one in your deck. You need three to create Blue Eyes Ultimate. But what if? And then we thought maybe there's going to be like some maximum card that like represents Blue Eyes, Red Eyes, and Dark Magician. Right. And but if you, them. Had, if you had three Blue Eyes, makes up a maximum then. Right, right, right. 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 Three maximum yeah. Blue Eyes cards. Yeah. Shit. That'd be nutty. Either I way, love that I mean, thought. Like a, oh my god. Either way, an Otis Maximum is gonna somehow going to be a callback. Or an Obelisk-related Maximum. Could be an Obelisk. Not an Obelisk, I'm uh, sorry. Exodia. Exo- oh. Exodia Maximum. Bow. Would be sick. That would be awesome. You got two more linked ones over there if you want to jump yeah. real quick. 
So Keon, thank you so much for the donation, man. I appreciate you being a fan. I say this every time, and I don't say it um to be a um to be a um an idiot, but I really do love the people that lurk. I mean, lurkers make up ninety percent of the the audience here. Um, never feel any pressure to comment. Because no. we do not want you to feel out of your comfort zone. I obviously love people commenting and giving their opinions. But if you'd rather, after a long day of work, sit back, crack open a, a beer. Yeah. One person told me, um, he's actually a, a dueling uh, Twitch streamer. He told me that he would always watch every episode of Into the Vrains. Sunday night after work, he'd pour a glass of wine. He'd put that on and he'd, he'd just sip wine and listen that to That sounds us. awesome. That's, yeah. That sounds so so like, like, do whatever you got to do. Be as comfortable as that's possible. That's so nice to hear. It's, right? Yeah, no, it was awesome. Yeah. I love that. Duel Links Entertainment. Uh, Kamel, that's the guy. So, like, listen, uh, we See, appreciate... I feel like we would have a lot more of those moments if this show was more accessible to people. Oh, I agree. Like, I agree. I, just, well, viewership hurts, for, for 7's Up has been slightly down compared to Into the Vrains. Yeah. And the reason for that it's is... Accessibility. Accessibility. And when we started Into the Vrains, it was pretty much at the climax. It was the last, like, 30 episodes, so it was yeah, height. Yeah, so that killed um, So 7's, yeah, it really, took a little bit of time to, to build really up. Pumped but accessibility up. is the big one. Accessibility is the big one. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the fact that anybody... 100%. Pretty much everyone with a Crunchyroll account would would have been able to watch Vrains was huge. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy to think about, like, and I don't think we think about this enough, even though we thank Enzyme and the team over there. They do that for free. Yeah. Oh so, like, God, if dude, that wasn't done, they, they're getting paid no money. We don't have this show. Mm -hmm. And I think not only that's a credit to how awesome they are, but it's a huge detriment to to the show yep. of, of what are you doing? Why won't you recognize the Western audience? Yeah, so many people have said to me. So many people that watched Vrains have said to me, "I hate going on GoGo -Go Anime. I hate going on Anime yeah. Nine. I hate seeing the you know the porn advertisements. Oh, some are bad. Dude. That that I get. Some, some, that, you have some, to wonder like are the subs actually translated correctly? Like yeah. there's always you get into those areas. Yeah. So like I I get. The fear of those sites and people say, "Listen, I'm just gonna wait until for watching the show." So, which I it mean, sucks. again, and I, I think I've said this a lot, especially recently, um, that like maybe that was the case for some of the other shows, but right now, especially with Entomace team, it actually doesn't have to be the reality. It's very yeah. you don't ha you don't have to have a torrent um, client or anything. You can go to the Entomace tum uh, Tumblr and download any everything directly. With release notes, yeah, a lot of people just don't know. I that. know, yeah, so. which I, I, no, I, that's why my, that's why I that's why I always say it. Um, you know, especially lately, I've been saying it often because if you don't know where to look, you don't have to look any further. Yep. You don't have to go into GoGo Anime. You don't have to go into Now in Anime. Yeah. You can go directly to the Entime, um Tumblr, and it's all there, and it's direct downloads. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. Elaine, I love those emotes. Uh, Dark Emperor, thank you for the one dollar donation. The Yu-Gi-Oh! dub is the reason why we keep getting Duel Monsters products. I mean, when was the last time TCG Konami gave us a spin-off product? Um, yeah, I don't I don't think the Yu-Gi-Oh! dub is related to that. I think that Dark Magician, Blue Eyes cards, Gold Sarcophagus, you know, the, the mm -hmm. collector's tins. I think they just sell to people. Oh, and yeah. I think the reality is a lot of people in the TCG market have only watched the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. When I went to Locals, the one in Red Bank, of course. I went, and I, I've told this story many times, I asked around and I said, hey, you know, I would be playing card games, I'm like, hey, just curious, and no one really recognized me, by the way, right. so that's a big indicator. You know, I was well, like... Especially at the time. Especially at the time, yeah. That was late 2019, so Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything had been around for like three years at that time, and I was like, 
you know, have you watched any of the Yu-Gi-Oh anime? Like, are you watching Vrains? I know Vrains is airing right now. I kind of play dumb. And they'd be like, oh, no, no, no. I watched the original, but but that was it, uh, you know. Uh, no, I, I know everything after that's kind of garbage yeah. and I would never say anything back. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I got you. But like, I, I gotta be honest. I played with, I probably met 20, 30, 40 people just listening to conversations, speaking to people, your friend, um, your friend, Mike, who yeah. I've met at locals. He doesn't watch the anime, yeah. no. but he's very familiar with the original. I'm sure everyone is, everyone is. And so I don't think the Yu-Gi-Oh dub has anything to do with that. I just think it's a matter of those are going to sell for them and they continue yeah. to sell. If they didn't sell, they'd stop making them. They yeah, keep making it. them because they sell like of crazy. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. And Xlayer, thank you for a donation. Um, there is now a problem going on with the card game that there are no <coughs> products being sold in Target or Walmart due to the scalpers. And even more, some Walmart are not allowed to sell products due to the scalper issue. Yeah, scalpers are a nightmare. They really are. Is that true, though? Like, yeah. I feel like if I went to Target, our Target right now, they're going Yu-Gi-Oh after Yu-Gi-Oh products. Yeah, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon. Yeah, it's bad. It's I thought it was bad, bad with the PC parts. Yeah, oh or PlayStation's God. bad, too. Oh. Nah, it's bad. People need to stop paying scalper prices. It's such an easy. It's such an easy solution. Why do I go on eBay? I ended up paying my for my PS5. It took me months, but I ended up getting it at the five hundred dollar market price. Yeah. Why do people? Why when I go on eBay? Why are people spending thirteen hundred dollars on a PS5? Because they want it now. It's that kind of culture that we're in. Oh my god! Yeah, that that, that instant gratification. It's just crazy. And that feeds the scalpers because and that keeps scalpers alive. Yep. I, yeah, it, it, it's a bad situation. But it's the same with Yu-Gi-Oh products and Digimon and Pokemon. You know, don't pay these prices. And I know it's going to suck, but if everyone came together and just stopped buying it at those prices, the prices would go down. Yep. It's like any market. The housing market is the same thing. Supply and demand. I, I think I, I saw a graphics card that was like normally priced at like 600 Yeah. And they were like, somebody was selling, a few people were selling it in like the $2,400 range. No, go to like Literally no. F you. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. four times the amount, literally F you. Yeah. And but people bought it. Yeah, it still went. I'm sure people. I, bought I'm it. in those discords, those tech discords, that people are like. I just got one, and they would say the price what it is. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Yeah, I'd rather wait it like a year than than. Because not only sure you get it, but you screwed yourself because you paid quadruple yeah. the price. Congratulations. But you, you also, <laughs> but you also, you're also hurting everyone else in that community that wants to buy yeah. the yeah. product. But they don't yeah. care because they want it now. Yeah, and that's all that matters, man. That's uh, it's. I didn't know it affected. And by the way, too. and by the way. Scalpers are the worst. I, I'm in. I'm in no way. I know I'm being very like negative towards the people that are buying it's from really the scalpers. scalpers that are the but obviously the scalpers are, are the scum of the earth in this scenario. Yeah. So don't you know? Don't get that. It's also they either. set up a lot of, especially in PC parts. I imagine everywhere they do this. PS5 do this too. They set up bots that oh, automatically buy it. Yeah. So you don't have a prayer. You don't have a yeah. prayer. No. Like you're that. waiting on queue, and then but they're in. They're in and out. Yeah. The worst. Uh, and the final one we have right now is Electric Kevin donated 10 Australian and said, FYI, Ash and about 10,000 plus trainers entered the Pokemon World Championship. PwC. So that's the PWC. 10,000. Where everyone gets a ranking and everyone starts at the very bottom, including Ash, regardless of past achievements. By the uh, way, Leon is number one. I don't know who that is. Leon is the, the champion in uh, Sword and Shield, so that's actually really cool. So, uh, Sword and Shield, yeah, yeah. Sword and Shield. Uh, that's actually really... Or Leon... Hold on, Leon is the the kid. No, Skip is the brother. Sure, or Hop. Is he Bayless? Leon. Yeah, that's, that's who I was thinking of. Okay, who's his um? What's his brother's name? Is it Skip or Hop? It's Hop, right? Yeah, Hop. It kind of right. looks like Skip. a knockoff rook. Um, well, Hop, click Hop. Hop actually. Uh, um, yeah, younger brother. Yeah. 
don't know. He doesn't look as. I've, it's been a while since I've played. Looks like but, he's wearing um, a Hershey kiss. So do you take yeah. it? Do you take it back, bro? Ten thousand people, and to it make started this season. All right, I'll take it, it back. It started this season. It's pretty impressive. Okay. Yeah, he, he cleared he out nine hundred other duelists. It's pretty impressive. I'll give. No, him no, no, nine nine thousand. There's no past achievements are considered. We're starting right from the bottom. I'll yeah. give him that. Okay, that's good. Well, guys. Um, I think that's probably going to wrap things up. This has been a crazy long stream, yeah. as these seem to always be. We are coming to an end of season one. Uh, we have about four episodes left of this podcast before we're at our finale. Uh, I, I don't know if Entime is actually joining us um, for she the finale, um, but we will. I'll reach out to her soon and see if that's a thing. But of course, we have episode 48 coming up this weekend. I'll be doing the watch along for that. I stream on Twitch. Link to that is down below. Make sure you get your picks in. I'm sure I'll see some of you on Twitch. I'll see some of you in the watch-alongs. Um, but these two guys, Nick T and Pete, thank you as always so much for all the amazing work that you guys do and all the help that you provide to the team. Uh, follow them. They do some amazing uh, things. Follow their promotions. Listen to what they got to say. And, uh, yeah, love you guys. Thank you for making this show so special. Thank you. Um, what's up, guys? I, uh, you know, I stream on Twitch. Nick fights uh, twitch.tv slash Nick fights moms. Um, I've been doing a whole lot of stuff li lately. I've done Minecraft recently. I've done um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate recently. Right now, I'm pl playing the first Ninja Gaiden for the uh, NES. That's so fun. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh my god, it's insane. It drove me crazy. Um, but I love it. Um, might even do like I found a few like more obscure games that I might kind of get into. Um, so be on the lookout for that if you come hang out with me. Um, Sunday nights, sometimes Mondays. I've kind of been spotty with that, but trying to do Sunday nights and Monday nights, so come hang. And uh, maybe I'll do a, day, a daytime one tomorrow. Who knows? Who Give knows? a lookout. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I also make music in two different uh, groups. One's Mom Fight, that we're a hardcore band, um, really loud and noisy, and you can find us, uh, Mom Fight NJ, on like all platforms and Bandcamp and everything. Um, we have you know, songs you can stream everywhere. And I also write songs as Nameling. I have a record that came out in January that you can stream literally anywhere. And I would be massively appreciative if you did. Um, my one song, uh, New Year's Eve, I think is at 900 streams, trying to get it to 1,000. So if you have Spotify or if you have any other streaming service, stream that song, New Year's Eve by Nameling. Thanks. Yeah, Rudder Channel, uh, YouTube, Clueless Gamers. Uh, we wrapped up couple weeks ago now, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all those episodes are live on the channel if you're interested in that, Woo! as well as our WandaVision uh, reactions from a couple months ago. There's some trailer reactions there. Got some stuff coming next month with Loki, and Dylan and I will be doing Invincible very soon. Nice. Um, so if you're interested in that, uh, please stay tuned to the channel, uh, as always. And for any updates on that or just general things about my life, follow me, as always, on Twitter at pvcaro21. Thank you all so much for, again, making this uh, Wednesday night always so special. I look forward to it literally every single week. You guys rocked. Everyone who donated, thank you so much. I promise even more upgrades are coming to this stream and to this uh, studio. And that is all thanks to you guys. Thank you all so much for watching. Nick T and Pete, thank you guys so much for helping me out. We miss Calibro. Calibro will be on again soon. Everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, stay well. I'll see you next week. And I hope you have... An amazing day. Thank you so much. Take care, everyone. See you guys. Peace.